How to be a better ally to Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders. This chick thinks she knows what she's talking about, how to be a better ally to Asian Americans. Let me tell you how you be a better ally to Asian Americans. Quit screwing with our gun rights. Quit messing with the Second Amendment. Let me stand up for myself. I don't need some white person to come up and defend me. I don't need that. What I need is for y'all to start using your brains and vote with your brains and quit screwing on how we can protect ourselves. I don't need your help. I don't need you to put on a video like you can pretend to empathize with who I am and what I do and how I do it. You don't know anything. And quite frankly, you don't actually care. You're just doing it because you have to today because that's the climate we live in. Well, guess what? You want to help me? You want to help my Asian family, my Asian brothers and sisters? You want to help everybody else? Quit voting with your damn emotions. Start using your logical brain. Don't take my gun rights away. Allow me to defend myself. You don't need to stand up for me. I don't need you. Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode 65 of Have a Nice Life. I'm Dan. I'm Erica. And uh, we have a very special returning guest to the pod. Uh, With a Golden Globe nomination, I might add. And, and, an, and an Academy Award nomination, actor, <laughs> you've seen him in Minari, <laughs> Stephen Ewan. What's up, Stephen? How you guys doing? Welcome back. It is great to be back here. <laughs> I love this. Uh, you were so concerned about your your mic placement and sound last episode that now you're you're eating that mic. You're right <laughs> up in there. You're gonna have a bad back at the end of this episode. Should I should I sit further away? No. no. Tell me what makes me no. sound good. Right Whatever there. is the most uncomfortable for you is gonna sound the best for yeah. us. So. Well, you know, we were talking in the pre-roll about the. Uh, so much. We talked for like thirty minutes before we hit yeah. record. Well, on we the talked podcast. about the microphone sounding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. We talked about how our one we're gonna have a Patreon tier um, of not me, but someone sticking a mic in their in their. We're gonna hire someone. For, we're gonna outsource uh, for it. Some some ASMR. Is there a yeah? Is there an OnlyFans Fiverr, an OnlyFans TaskRabbit? We can <laughs> just out like contracting someone to do OnlyFans work. <laughs> just please shove this microphone we, into yourself and let's see we, how yeah, it goes. Yeah, we. But we need sign a, this 10.99 first, please. <laughs> no, no, they we we send the 10.99s. They sign the W nines. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. if you're an un, if you're unemployed, you gotta get hip with the freelancer link. How much are you planning <laughs> to pay them? I mean, well, I guess technically you don't need to send a 1099 if they do less than $600 worth of work. So I good think catch, it's up Steven. to our listeners how much we pay them. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All because, right. Because, I mean, if no one subscribes, <laughs> then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, what, a, what a fucking way to start. Wait, was it today <laughs> or yesterday that we were talking about how much we would need to take for a load on the face? <sighs> that was Weird. yesterday. Okay. <laughs> I never admitted to an amount. Dan, you said $650. I thought, I thought $650 was No, the that was amount. to give. That was not to receive. I, I don't remember that. I don't remember that part. 
Um, All I saw I, on that text was, was six fifty. That was the whole yeah. entire. Well, you text. got you. You both agreed on five hundred. So I was. Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I cost a little I, well, more than that. For love, I would do it for free. For love. <laughs> <laughs> a hot, a hot meal. If there's cuddling <laughs> afterwards. See, I thought that was whack because, like, I have definitely come on faces of people I don't love, and I'm okay with that, and I think they're okay with it too. I think I think we're starting with this because I accidentally said that my sister listens to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately regretting that admission. Yeah. <laughs> when you said accidentally, <laughs> my sister, all I could think was, "Oh my god, Dan, where is this going so, to go?" <laughs> yeah, right. Like, oh god, this is oh, just. No. I mean, I, I I feel like at this point, people who listen to this podcast expect nothing less than just out of pocket. <laughs> <laughs> exactly it's gonna be a we don't have anything to talk about so it's gonna be a it's gonna be a soundboard heavy episode everybody strap have in have you guys ever discussed ryan van wyke on this podcast it's, it's not for us. He's not, not for in our. Us. He's not in our canon. Yeah. He's not in our. You're in our whack pack, Stephen. Not, not him. Fair yeah. enough. I just wanted to mention his sister thing. I believe he does totally follow cool. our podcast uh, Instagram though. Oh, okay. yeah. Good for him. He. Yeah. I, I. I need every single time he goes live. I need to like. I am glued to the phone because he always drops some kind of bombshell. Oh my god. And I'm here. Yes. For <laughs> Do you remember the one where he talked about the kind of women he likes? I did not. Oh, it got very racial, and it was very (laughs) spicy. I mean, yeah. Um, I'm guessing probably not Arab women, right? Because they don't really exist in the Midwest. Because he's in he's in Illinois, right? It's the Midwest, right? Indiana. It's the Midwest. Yeah, that's absolutely the Midwest. To, To be honest, I don't know the difference between the two of them. I know that Chicago is in one of them. (laughs) Illinois. Yeah. Indiana is like even more depressing. But I think he doesn't live that far from Chicago. I mean, it's not... Indiana's, yeah, it's, like, not far from Illinois mm-hmm. in in comparison to, like, New Jersey. Isn't it next yeah. to it? Yeah, I, I think. <laughs> 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 yeah, there was, like, a thing going around Twitter that was, like, a blank picture of the United States. And they're, like, uh, $5,000 if you can name all, like, put all the states in the right places. And I'm, like, I'm out. <laughs> I think I think I could do it except for Illinois and Indiana. I want <laughs> to say gonna... that Illinois is the one that's, like, more Illinois west. touches a great lake, so that's easy to yeah. to decipher. Yeah. So my favorite. But where Indiana is, I think it's somewhat to the, the left of it, maybe? And I don't no. Think I would know. No. Yeah, because I think it's uh, Ohio is on the right and Indiana's on the left. Yeah, yeah. Of, and Illinois is in between. No, Indiana's to the right. No, is it? It well, could be. Indiana I don't is know. between Ohio and and Illinois. No, 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 no. Do I have to, I have to look up this <laughs> state map? <laughs> Indiana is to the right oh, and like no. the lower right of Illinois. This I'm is like pretty a sure. Train wreck. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh I'm my saying god! It's, no, it's like, you're you're actually no. We're we're Stephen's right. Yeah, like it's, that's it's, what I'm it's saying. Ohio, is that it's, Indiana, Illinois, and Iowa is on the other side of Illinois. Yeah, that's what I said. I said that Indiana is in the middle of Ohio, and Illinois but is that's to the wrong. west. Ohio is to the east. No, that's correct. 
<sighs> this is not good. <laughs> <laughs> I love the dynamics of a third mic, but when it's arguing about where the states exist, it's just sad. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll, I mean, the real reason I'll just be Charlie used, next used, time. I'll be Charlie. I'll just <laughs> ring into the mic. It'll be okay. <laughs> we used all of our good material in the pre-roll. <laughs> yeah, and and we also recorded two days ago for uh, <laughs> for some behind-the-scenes looks. So anything that's pressing that hasn't happened in two days is uh, out the window. Oh, I got a lot. Um, yeah. Well, Stephen, yeah. we we've brought you on as our as token West Coast Asian oh. correspondent. Yeah, okay. Okay. Who and you're here to speak for all Asian people. Um, Stephen, so. how happy are you that the Canva industrial complex literally saved the whole world? You know, I feel great about it. I also, <laughs> you know, in January, Joe Biden signed um, the memorandum on condemning anti-Asian violence. So. You know, it's actually good to know that now Donald Trump isn't president. Racism is cured. Mm-hmm. I thought Obama cured racism already. So. He cured it well, the see, first Obama time, actually. Obama cured it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then there was a second wave of racism. So would you say that uh, Joe Biden is uh, supplying the country with a racism vaccine? That Erica will refuse to take? He's working with Fauci <laughs> on it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, yeah, I don't know. Shit's, shit's hot out there right now. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you, for folk. Yeah, like, uh, I think it was actually the seventeenth. There was some like crazy fucking crackhead that attacked two elderly Asian people in San Francisco, and like this seventy-five-year-old woman beat his ass until he was in a stretcher, mm. and like I, I did see that, her. and then she was yeah. like, like, like scour, like, um. Like staring him down in the stretcher, and he looks like he's like horrified. They're like, "What did I do?" Yeah, like his arm looked like he got like fucked. <laughs> he was up. Jerry Seinfeld. But yeah. She beat him with like a wooden stick, right? <laughs> Dude, she pulled out like this fucking like wooden paddle that you would like yeah. beat someone's ass with, and she just starts brandishing it at him, <laughs> yelling "pokai" at him in front of all these cops who don't understand what she's saying, and they're like, "Ma'am, please relax." <laughs> and she's like, they were like blood dripping down her face. It's not like a funny thing. It's actually like a very horrifying thing, right? And yeah, and the best part now is SFPD is like we're trying to determine if there's a racial aspect to this attack, and it's like, oh, you know, <sighs> like yeah, I, I wasn't there on the scene, but I feel like I'm smart enough that within five minutes of being there, I'd be able to decipher exactly what happened. Yeah, um, yeah, I wouldn't need 48 hours at this point now to realize <laughs> yeah. this, right? Um. Yeah, things – so that's something that was kind of interesting. Uh, should we get right into it or should we, like, ease our way in by talking about our, 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 our weeks? Let's talk our about days? our weeks because I want to talk about my Golden Globe <laughs> nomination. And- <laughs> okay, yes, it's been a very exciting yeah. few weeks for Your, your for, GQ for cover. I was, <laughs> I, was I do have so to. Good. I have to – I must admonish you for – Smoking a cigarette on top of a, ha- a bale of hay. It's very dangerous. <laughs> well, you have seen my film, Not right? setting a very good example. You have seen my I, film. I actually right? haven't. I haven't seen your film. Okay, well, have you, no, have you seen the preview of it? I have No. Okay. I, I think <laughs> I have not seen any film. Have you seen any A24 film whatsoever? <laughs> yes. Okay. I, only ones that Dan makes me watch. Which is what? <laughs> uh, what if, if, good if, time? 
the previous uh yeah pe- previous uh people will, will know uh I will like remember the covid Ladybird? movie nights ladybird's um, a24 right yeah i forgot you still haven't watched fucking uh uncut gems i might do that tonight we talked about it for so long on the podcast and then <laughs> so we actually watched like, it it's on like, the movie night and you're like i have things to do <laughs> it's like um i haven't watched forrest gump ever in my life and i feel like at you're, this point that's, it's that's, just like something that people are like what, what, what do you mean you never watched forrest gump and now i'm like i'm not gonna watch it even harder now you're not missing too much with Forrest Gump. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So, Erica, what have you done in the last two days? Um, a whole lot of nothing. Yeah? How, how, how's being unemployed? Fucking sucks. You're still bored? I'm, have you no, started painting I'm your not, house? I'm not. No, I actually got the paint swatches, though. But I've been, like, no. cleaning, like, deep cleaning. Uh, and having job interviews but i saw someone today on twitter that was like white people should never be bored they should like like go try to dis- d- uh like take apart systemic racism or something and that's when i was like <laughs> okay i think it's time for me to take a nap that is the opinion yeah. of the most bored person on the fucking internet <laughs> that's the opinion of someone who needs to go the fuck outside yes Ugh, t- touch grass. Yeah, ableist. Okay, ableist. I'm so sorry. Charlie has to pee, so I'm gonna oh let you God. two have it. I'll be right back. <laughs> okay, so Dan, what's something we can talk about without Erica? I don't know. I, I like I said, I just talked to her like two days ago, and I have nothing to say to her. <laughs> oh man. <sighs> Did you? Uh, what? Uh, you're wearing an Earth Crisis shirt. What's what? What hardcore band should we be listening to right now? Oh, you want to do other people's content this early on? No, this is not the same. Okay, so you know what I this is a this is our hard HXC corner. Okay, okay, fair. Hard, um, so hard corner. Actually, this uh, Earth Crisis shirt was from the uh, the California Takeover tour that they did. So it was like Earth Crisis, Snapcase, Strife, um, and it was I think the last show I went to before like everything kind of shut down. Yeah, the last show I went to before everything kind of shut down. I had to think about that for a yeah. second. Um, what do you what do you think of the new God's Hate record? Oh, dude, it's fucking dope. Um, it's pretty. But I also feel heavy. like you know the people who really think it's like fucking dope are also people who like live in the suburbs. Um, that new tsunami shit's hella dope though. <laughs> I need, I was just about to ask you about tsunami. I haven't checked it out yet. Yo, uh, I, I not their new stuff. I fucking. But that house show video is. So good. Oh, that's on a house show. That's actually um, was it the San Jose Peace and Love or Peace and Harmony Center? It's like this like uh, <laughs> venue down there actually. I just love that a, a guy's in the pit with boxing gloves on. Oh, it's like exactly yeah. the kind of shit I need. Dude, it's hella tight <laughs> because I feel like, you know, it's weird because music in the Bay Area as a whole gets really pigeonholed into like hippie music or like hyphy. Or hyphy music. And that's like <laughs> it. And that's all people think it is. And it's like, yo, we have like fucking dope bands. We have dope hip hop that isn't fucking hyphy. Like we have been like, you know, we also just have like stupid, ignorant hardcore. Like, <laughs> yeah. And. You know, when Tsunami kind of just, like, when that video dropped, I'm like, oh, dude, I am, like, so fucking on board with this shit. Because, um, you know, like, it's funny, because that ignorant-ass Bay Area hardcore always existed. It just yeah. never got, like, the national attention it should have. Like, really, the only people who got it was, like, Ceremony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, 
Eric is back. Oh, I've yeah. Been back. Okay, we don't need to talk about fucking hardcore anymore, so that's nice. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, uh, Eric, so, yeah, you've been unemployed. You've been paint-swatching. You've been uh, dismantling systemic racism. Yeah, single-handedly. Uh, so what have you so, done to help woman. the Asian-American community, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> I actually got berated for doing nothing, allegedly. Oh, by who? <clears throat> Someone who follows me on Instagram. Yo, do, do you need me to come to the fence? I'm super happy to just uh, hold someone over the coals on some shit. I wanted. I was like, helping how by like reposting the same five infographics that everyone is cycling between before, like being like, "Oh, that's enough activism for today," and then just going and doing something else. Like, I got my I good know, white been, badge. I, I've been checking in on my Asian friends, and I've been. Like I, I don't know what else I can do. I'm not like a lawmaker. I'm not See? like a policy person. I just, I, I would rather like be genuine to the people who are in my life than posture as like, look, I'm a woke white, and I want you to know that I know that there's something going on. See, when uh, at the end of What's My Age Again, on the Mark, Tom, and Travis show, when Mark Hoppus asked, "Where's my Asian friend?" He was really being a- ahead of his time. <laughs> <laughs> Deep fucking cut. <laughs> so I always oh, had the idea for a uh, all all gay uh, Blink One Eighty Two cover band called Twink One Eighty Two. That's really good. And then if I ever wanted to go like super racial, I was like, I'll get some Asian friends and we'll do Chink One Eighty Two. It'll be fucking perfect. <laughs> and like that would be such a great way to change that song. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm so sorry charlie needs to go outside again I, I, wait outside again well sometimes, well, you, sometimes you're number one he, and then you got to do number yeah, two yeah that's exactly what are you is. for real yeah because <laughs> oh, he, he was crying and now he's barking so that's what that means you can probably oh, hear ma'am. him okay all right back to the hard hard corner <laughs> oh, um okay so everyone this is all erica's fault um <laughs> that new uh that new fiddlehead single is uh pretty dope is it i eh, i, I don't know if i understand fiddlehead it's fine uh i was having a conversation with previous guest andrew valentine mm-hmm. and he was just like yeah this is like what like ex hardcore kids think you're supposed to listen to supposed to sound <laughs> yeah. like yeah <laughs> And, like, I get it. It's okay. But I think it's just a lot of runoff from, like, have heart stands, you know? You know, I I almost feel like the fiddlehead audience isn't even that aware of have heart. Because, I mean, like, I remember seeing, like, have heart tour with, like, Blacklisted and Ceremony on, like, that tour. Like, you know, it hit Gilman. Um, mm. I don't know. Maybe... Uh, I mean, I guess shows haven't really been going on, so I guess I can't really, like, determine, like, what what is the Fiddlehead audience, right? Like, versus, like, what a half-heart audience is now. Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, I haven't listened to the new single, so I I got no place to say, but... God damn it. I can't, I can't believe we have to talk about hardcore. (laughs) Like, I fucking hate it. It's it's fucking Erica's fault. Uh, it's just... Her and her dog. I'm trying to even think what I've been listening. Oh God, the last thing I was listening to on Spotify was "Choking Victim." <laughs> wow, that's fucking embarrassing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which album? I mean, I was. 
no gods, no managers. Yeah. Uh, I get that as a back patch. <laughs> it's a good yeah. back. It's some good art, you know? Oh, hey, actually, you know what? Um, it's not hardcore, but um, I actually finally sat down and listened to the new Waxahachie album. Pretty fucking dope. Um, let's see here. I guess I also got uh, the quickness from the Bad Brains. Canceled. Um, <laughs> Are they? Oh, yeah, dude. The... They got some super homophobic I, I shit in there. Yeah, I, was, I can't keep up with who's getting canceled these days. I think that isn't that just like a product of Rastafarianism. Like, Rastafarianism, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, thank God Erica's back. Okay, uh, <laughs> okay, like uh, no more hardcore talk for the rest of this fucking. Uh, Erica, episode. please don't leave. We have nothing else to talk about. <laughs> typical, t- typical men. Yeah, I uh, I had a nice little. Uh, Derive today. I took a derive. Is that how you say that? Uh, I mean, I can't pronounce it in the proper French. Erica probably could. Derive. Yeah, there we go. Uh, it's it's the it it's it's bizarre. I mean, it's it's meant to be. It's French for drift. <laughs> my my girlfriend put me onto it, but it's it's like the <laughs> act of traversing an urban environment without any like plan or destination. Wait, is she French? And you kind of just like let yourself like go where the 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 net like the landscape takes you essentially um and I, I bought a new pair of shoes that i had to break in so i was like let me go out for a long walk you and, posted uh, them on your story and i don't hate them but i'm gonna start referring to them as your pappy shoes my pappy someone re- <laughs> <laughs> someone referred to them as my air force nuns because <laughs> they look like so they're the everlane trainers and they were like 40 dollars on sale for like full grain leather shoes so they're kind of like their take on like the the common projects like elevated leather adult shoes um, but they look like Air Force Ones mixed with like orthopedic shoes is really what they look like. They're, they're the very... male version of the the thick filas that like every not, basic They do not have a wore. chunky. They're not dino stompers. <laughs> <laughs> they look like regular adult shoes. Um, Dan, but... You have the fiddlehead of shoes is what it sounds like. In <laughs> the fact that they're just fine. Yeah. <laughs> they're just okay. No, it's what you, it's what they're you think competent, you're supposed to be wearing. They're competent shoes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's what I what what an adult footwear looks like. Um, yeah, but so I, I went down to Lower Manhattan and I I walked down Battery Park. I got the, oh I got the the Coca Cola coffee soda. How is that? I always see that at Sheets, and I'm tempted to try it because. But does it come in diet? I don't think so. Mm, see now. But uh, I bought it at Brookfield Place or whatever, and it was fucking like three twenty-five for a can of soda. <laughs> but I hadn't seen it anywhere else around here, so <clears throat> I got the vanilla one. It's fine. It's sweet. I would try the other flavors. I think if I could, if I could stumble upon them, but it was, it was okay. It was the fiddle yeah. out of drinks. <laughs> <laughs> so I got the, uh, the uh, Paps Blue Ribbon Hard Coffee. Oh, the yeah, the hard coffee or the hard cold brew? Which one? It's the hard coffee. So it has like you know condensed okay. milk. Um, I like the hard coffee one. Yeah, it tastes it. It tastes just like remember those Starbucks frappuccinos that came in the little glass bottles? Nope. From like ten years ago. They were basically just pure sugar. They were just pure sugar, and okay. it tastes exactly like the vanilla frappuccino from there from those little bottles. See, it makes me think of like have you ever had like the canned uh, Japanese coffees? 
Yeah, like Boss Black. Yeah, or like UCC. Yeah, yeah like any of those brands. Mm, it yep, makes yep. me think of yeah. those, like the cheap condensed milk. But it the also milk ones, yeah. makes me kind of think like, oh, did someone like pour like a little whiskey in this or something? Because it has like <laughs> it this does kind of have bite. that like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I tried recently the star the the Pabst uh, card cold brew. Okay, trash, fucking gross. Really, uh, it just tastes like chemicals. Fuck yeah. that, not good. So, so don't don't waste your time on that. The next Pabst one I want to get, and I think it's only in California, is the uh, THC seltzer that they have. Oh, interesting. Mm. It's like that's that sounds like it's right up my alley. Yeah. <laughs> Ten milligrams um, of uh, getting high. Especially because my my guy, we we've talked about him a few times. My guy is taking a break from his edibles, so now I need to find a new guy. Oh boy! Found a um, new guy. I can't relate. <laughs> is weed legal in West Virginia? Um, he ships them to me from a place where it's also not legal recreationally, but. I, oh, I does think he do in, the candle um, thing? What's that? Is it like a loophole? Uh, okay, wait. Let me think about this. How much time has passed since this happened? Uh, <laughs> okay, so a friend of mine, actually a friend of mine, not me, because I, I am not a brave person. Um, is this something that like is going to be legal? Or are we going to have to like throw an allegedly in here? Oh, uh, Yes, this is for entertainment purposes only. This did not actually yes. happen. So um, this is all hypothetical. Yeah. Uh, so my hypothetical friend <laughs> um, <laughs> used to actually take candles, and you could like cut out the bottom and then like kind of hollow them out, and then you could like melt the bottom and like make a wax seal, so there'd be no scent of weed whatsoever, and ship candles. Oh no! He just <laughs> sends them to me loose in a box. I should check the sketchy candle. <laughs> I just <laughs> order. <laughs> yeah, they just legalized it in New Jersey, and I'm like, I, I don't care. That reminds me <laughs> of my bring old days annoying of uh, people here. It reminds me of my old days of smuggling Bibles into China. Oh boy! Oh my god! Um, <laughs> yeah, I did. But that. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so I was on my walk <laughs> drinking my Coke, Coca-Cola coffee, uh, and I, I I found myself at the bottom of Battery Park, which is the Staten Island Ferry, and the ferry was coming in like five minutes, and it's free. It's a free boat ride, essentially. Dan, I need to stop you for a second. Is this why okay. you were listening to fucking Choking Victim? <laughs> Wait, are they from Staten Island? They're from... Uh, They're from New York, I yeah, think, right? Yeah, like, uh, what's that squat? Or they just, they might just, li- oh, uh, like, uh, Sea Squat? Sea Squat, yeah, like, they're from yeah. there. Yeah, they're probably, actually, yeah, they probably just, like, yeah, they, they lived near Tompkins Square Park, <laughs> or in Tompkins Square Park. Uh, it did definitely come to mind, for sure. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I was like, oh, I can just get on the Staten Island Ferry, which I did. <laughs> I just, I, I derived myself onto the Staten Island Ferry, uh, which was actually really nice. It takes you like fairly close to the Statue of Liberty, and and then I, I got it's like a twenty five minute boat ride, and then you get to Staten Island, and then you get off the boat, and then you walk right back onto the next boat back to Manhattan, and spend as little time in Staten Island as possible. Uh, then I I kept walking around, and I, I there were two giant. Um, Ari lights on the street that were on with uh, like big uh, CTO gels and 
I was like, what the fuck is this? Because like, it was obviously like a set for something. And so I, I, I did some more exploring and I found out that they, it was, I stumbled on the set where they were shooting or were about to shoot season three of Succession, <laughs> which is fucking awesome. Uh, so that was fun. I, I stumbled upon the, the hotel from John Wick. You just stumble upon things and I'm here that's, for it. I, I mean, that's that's the joy of the derive. You know, Dan, we were hanging you out. Just, I'm, I'm bumbling and Go with the landscape. cool. I walked, I walked down Wall Street and I, I, I shouted stonks at everyone I saw in a suit. Um, you, you said ga- GameStop to the moon. Yes. Yeah, um, I, I bought a Lambo. I okay. was I turned on one of the streaming services. I don't remember like which one it was, but they were like featured and it was like a documentary about how Reddit defeated hedge funds and I oh wanted God. to detonate the vest. It was why? Uh, well, that was the thing is, too. Well, what the fuck? So, but apparently there's going to be like two feature films that were just optioned w- with the same premise, possibly a third. Uh, I don't know. I hate, I hate it so much. I can't wait for I mean, the sequel where Wall Street I'll strikes back. Any, the I'll take any. The sequel. I I'll take any documentary that's not a fucking true crime documentary at this point these days, though. I don't know. I I don't want anything that like happened during COVID to be like immediately. It's like we're we're not Mommy, enjoying it. Why would we want to relive like, it? Oh god, I don't romance even know. via COVID. Yo, also, I feel like we willed some cringe into existence again. Do you remember like really really early on in the show? And we were talking about how um, women like didn't want to date you because you lived in Jersey City because they were like, oh, the Heights. I thought that was um, oh, like Washington when, Heights. So and yeah, then we like Crown had Heights. this whole like thing where it was like she lived in Crown Heights and he lived in the Heights and they met <laughs> well, in Washington Heights. Yeah. Lin-Manuel Miranda has a movie called In the Heights. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Coming out. <laughs> I mean, part confirmed of, listener of the pod. Part of Hamilton did take place in <laughs> Weehawken, which is right next to the Heights. I so. don't even know. I the more I know about Hamilton, the less I really care about it. The uh, only Lin Manuel Miranda thing I'm even remotely interested in being any part of is Fatwa. When uh, <laughs> my girlfriend stayed in Jersey City, she was like, she made a thrown away my shot joke. But she prefaced it by saying that she doesn't like Hamilton, but I still, like, had to close the door in her face. And I was just like, I'll, I'll see you downstairs. <laughs> and then she was like, here's my collection of Hamilton Funko Pops. Fuck. No, she 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 hates Broadway and musicals. She loves the opera, but hates musicals. Mm. So She's the an intellectual. The, the, the rich man's, uh, the rich man's musical. <laughs> Wait, why does Charlie have a cone on his head? <laughs> I just noticed that. Because <laughs> he scratched his ear so hard it bled. Oh, he's got to fix that. And he keeps getting the cone off somehow. And I like, <laughs> I like, uh, I like created like, uh, like you can't, you can't, it can't budge because I use like <laughs> zip ties and shit to put it on. Holy shit. And he somehow like wriggles out of it. He's like the David Blaine of dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, but yeah, no, I had a nice day. I have like a ton of blisters on my feet now because I was trying to break in new leather shoes by going on like a six mile walk. But mm. uh, the fiddlehead you know, of it injuries. Is what it is. <laughs> 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 uh, an uh, ever present and but mildly annoying. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh man. Uh, yeah, Stephen. How how is your? Um, I guess your week. But how, how have you been since we last talked to you? <laughs> Don't ask me when that was. By the way. Oh, oh fuck! How do you read my mind? And that was <laughs> the, the first episode of this year. Was it's it? It's almost like yeah. It's almost like this is going to become like a quarterly thing. We need to find more people to have on the podcast. <laughs> These recurring guests are too recurring. <laughs> we we need more minority friends. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> you you might. I'm just kidding, everyone. Well, you said you matched with the only Asian in West Virginia. <laughs> that's that's yeah, called praxis, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> How have you been? So, um, besides scared. You know, I don't, I don't know if scared is necessarily but actually Holy shit. You know, um, one of the things that did happen uh, since we last talked was I had a um, a couple altercations with this um, very PCP kind of vibe, um, like homeless dude. Who Can I just one say in your that you were basically giving me a play-by-play of this and I was shocked by how like at least outwardly chill you were <laughs> yeah yeah so i don't i don't remember if this was like a thing you were dealing with a few months ago but uh fill people in who might not know about your 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 backyard neighbor okay so this started on january 19th so two months ago today there is this dude who would I, it's hard to explain like my little back area but it's essentially like there's a patio that can fit nothing on it except like a bench and it leads to a ladder that is essentially my fire escape okay um it is also a really sheltered area um and it's visible from this parking lot and like the getting into it is very easy to do and this homeless dude kept doing that which we say houseless on this podcast Mm -hmm. yeah we can say whatever unhoused we say unhoused with a with an X for an O. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, unhoused folks with an X. Uh, um, actually, well, this fucking asshole. Let me just quantify it properly. Would come over here like on hella PCP and yell racial slurs. Not even like at me or at anyone. Just like in general and at like God. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like like of all the side effects of PCP, that's like probably the funniest one. Yeah, well, okay, so <laughs> he would also jump onto my patio and like kick my window, and this happened Whoa. multiple times. Um, the worst time that, that sounds terrifying, actually. Yeah, yeah, no, that one's not as funny. Yeah, um, and I think that's Eric when I was talking with you. I'm like, okay, he's front kicking my window and i think he's about to break it so i was literally sitting in my computer chair with my gun chamber just waiting for him to crack the glass because once you know yeah in california you have to wait until someone is actually in your house before you open fire on them yeah yeah it's like the opposite of like common sense castle doctrine or whatever yeah the opposite of castle doctrine yeah here it's like someone's on your property you just shoot them. oh honestly like <laughs> if i could have gotten away with that i would have fucking cab this dude so long ago <laughs> um but yeah no i actually i had a i the cop there was like a cop who was in my krav class 
Um, and he was like, the best thing that you can do in a situation like that to circumvent those laws mm, mm-hmm. is just, just like buy a kitchen knife that doesn't match the rest of your kitchen knives and like don't get your prints on it. And just like if you have to shoot someone, just like toss it over by the body so that you can be like, yeah, you came at me with a knife. Okay, see, so, just, so the advice, drag the body inside. <laughs> the advice that I heard was um, you shoot first and then you fire through the roof as a warning shot because and anyone who would say anything was I heard two shots and you can say I fired a warning shot and then shot the person that's so interesting because I was always taught that warning shots to not do it yeah especially if you live in an apartment are bad bad news uh because number one that bullet comes down somewhere yeah. Uh, and number two, yeah, if you're in an apartment or it, you, you know, your you're you're plugging your neighbor upstairs. <laughs> um and also like warning shots are still considered like I don't know, a gr- like assault. Yeah, cuz then the then the argument is like, "Oh, you discharged your weapon. Why didn't you actually shoot it at someone?" Yeah. According to Joe Biden, I, you I, shoot through the door. I'm trying to think yeah. who I heard it from or what I heard, but they said like a warning shot is like words are violence. Less. Yeah. <laughs> it's, no, it's like it's like one less <laughs> defensible moment, you know. I love I whenever know. people, um, whenever people like shoot in self defense, and they like obviously aim for center mass, and people are like, "Why didn't you just shoot them in the knee?" And it's like, "Have you ever shot a gun before? Like, do you not know how difficult that is Yo, when they're like moving?" Yeah. So also straight up, like I was when he was like kicking my window. Like the time I thought he was actually gonna like come through my shit. And like was yelling racial slurs at me. I was just like, "Oh my god, am I prepared to actually fucking shoot someone?" And I'm sitting here just like, yeah. "Do I run?" And like the thing is, is when this was happening, like, um, multiple units face this area, but I'm the only one that he could really access. So mm. the police were already called uh, by like my upstairs wow, neighbor. Wow, caller. No, not e- actually not even by me. This was by my fucking neighbor who saw all this shit go down. And she called me. It's like, I called the police. And all this shit happens, right? So the police, like, never came, like, at all. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, so I'm sitting here. It's like, not, I mean, not surprising. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to have to fucking shoot this guy. And I was like, clearly, I care about me more than I care about him. But, like, I'm just like, I don't know if I'm prepared to do this. And I'm just sitting here like, yeah. this fucking sucks. This really fucking sucks. Because, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like 10 p.m. And I'm just, like, trying to fucking live my life and watch fucking Netflix. And, like. I'm yeah. dealing with this shit. Um, and he would, like, come back pretty often. That was, like, the worst it ever got. And then um, finally my building, like, installed, like, a secondary, like, kind of fence um, between the bars. So he was, like, unable to get between the bars. And, like, I don't know. It, it's really hard to explain without seeing my back area. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, even I've show, seen pictures of it and it's area. still hard to, like. yeah. Yeah, it's it's weird. And it like runs up the entire length of the building. So, yeah, this whole time I'm just sitting here like, yo, this is like the worst thing I've ever had to deal with. Like it made me so stressed. I'd wake up like thinking I heard him jump the fence or come through the bars. Yeah. Um, And like I would just sit with my gun next to me like every fucking night. Um, also, like there were just weird other crackheads that would be back there. I'm just picturing you um, like a. Uh what's his face in Gran Torino but instead of saying like <laughs> slurs against Asians you're saying slurs against white people yeah dude all the people <laughs> like you <laughs> fucking cracker all the people that are back there were just fucking like oh, yes. crackhead whites like it's all it was <laughs> yeah. um yeah 
You gotta you gotta Gran Torino them. That's reparations for me, Asians, right there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it I was just have to like hurl Caucasian slurs <laughs> at them. See, the thing is, is I feel like there's really no word you can say to a white person that's gonna make them like really go like. <gasps> I said I I called one of my cousins a dago one time, just like jokingly, and he got really mad at me. <laughs> it's like when, when people called uh, Cuomo Fredo and he was like, that is so offensive to Italian. <laughs> is, is that an Italian slur? No, it's just like the person who uh, <laughs> like uh, went against Don Corleone in The Godfather. <laughs> it's like it's just a character. character. It's just a character who betrayed The Godfather. That is the highest form of insult to oh an Italian God. ex-person of color. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, what a yeah, and then people are like, oh, I maybe I need some token like Italian friends <laughs> right here, buddy. Right here. Are you guys both Italian? Oh yeah, um, yeah. Oh my God, it's good to be among other people of color in this. Can't world. you tell by our <laughs> eyebrows, our hairy arms? <laughs> Help! Help me! Or, help uh, me racially profile Italians. How can I identify one? We oh. go like this all the time. Yeah, a lot of this, a lot of gold chains, GTL, a lot of. We say things yeah. like mozzarella. Yes, and uh, <laughs> gabagool. We we like the Sopranos. <laughs> I've actually never seen the Sopranos. I actually haven't either. <laughs> I really feel like I'm missing out. It's one of those shows. It's like The Wire, where people are like it's the best show ever, but you gotta oh, get through the, the you gotta slog through the first season, and it's like yeah. season three is so great. You just need to yeah. watch fucking yeah. forty eight episodes before it gets good. Yeah, you have to you have to go through yeah like thirty hours of crap before it gets. And good. it's just Stockholm syndrome at that point. Honestly, men will watch uh, The Sopranos go to go to therapy instead of go to therapy. <laughs> You know, is it? Oh, is that why everyone's really into it now? Because he goes to therapy. That's like been that was like the whole shtick of the show. Is like he's in. It's like shit that's happening, and like him talking to his therapist. That's oh god. Now that's corny. Now (laughs) it was corny then. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so Stephen, you uh, you murdered this homeless man. Is what you're saying? Oh fuck, I wanted to so bad. I was looking into like. (laughs) I was contacting my legal team, I being feel like, like, "Yo, allegedly, allegedly, yes." <laughs> we need to put a disclaimer. On no, actually, one. no. You know what? I, I can say I wanted. I, I can say I want to kill someone and not actually do you, it, right? You know what, Hom- homeless guy? If you're listening to this, it's on site for you, dude. Honestly, <laughs> yo, I was. I'm so excited. So I am getting my COVID vaccine. I hope. I hope he sees this, bro. Yeah. No, I'm trying to get my COVID <laughs> vaccine. So I got my first one, and I'm going to get my second one because I don't want to fucking kill this dude. But once I have my vaccine, I want to go out there and beat the fucking shit out of him. Yeah, but yeah, you just can, say I want to give him COVID. You're going to open mouth kiss him. I'm going to open mouth this kiss this guy so hard he's going to die. Fuck. He's, I'm going to suck the air out of his lungs. He's not the ugliest homeless guy I've ever seen, but he's actually like the fucking worst. He can is he a up. zero or a one on the binary? Which one, which one is the I would do them? One. Okay, Steven, you zero. work in tech. <laughs> you know how the binary works. Yeah, but the thing is, is like you know which one one is is now now I know. I was asking Erica last week, but now that I know, it's like the binary of like one means on and zero means off. It makes sense. 
Well, Dan, <sighs> you're a zero now, homie. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Well, the the you're a one on the binary of it being on site. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> so, so let me put it like this way. So, in all seriousness, I I actually like I know I joke about this, but really, the, like this issue with this homeless dude is. Um, it's a failure of, like, the city as a whole, right? Like, it is a fact that, like, people don't have resources here. People are, like, fucking having to deal with um, people having mental fucking breakdowns, like, every fucking day, right? Like, mm. yeah. Um, I honestly wish this dude no harm. I just don't want him, like, yelling. In your home. <laughs> yeah, like, and I feel like that's, like, just such a reasonable thing, right? Um, I feel like that's kind of like what people forget when they talk about community care. It's like, obviously you want the resources for him, but like you need it for yourself too. Like the resource doesn't just, I think that's why a lot of people are against like homeless people getting like housing and stuff like that. Cause they're just like, right. Oh, well it benefits them with my tax dollars. And it's like, well, it also kind of benefits you. Yeah. I mean, and I am all for like those programs, like people have been like losing their shit. Cause they're like, you know, as a response to COVID among the homeless population, people were like in San Francisco, they're giving like hotel rooms to homeless people. And I'm just like, yeah, that's cool. Like, I literally don't give a shit for how much money this city spends and how much of it just lines the pockets of, like, the people in city government. I'm like, yeah, fucking give every homeless person a fucking hotel room. And then people got mad because, like, they're giving them drugs. Also, it's a place for them to shit that's not the street. Yeah, I'm like, yo, there's dignity involved here. There's safety involved here. This is, like, you know, there's empty hotel rooms because no one's fucking, like, traveling, really. So this makes sense. That was the same shit like early COVID too was like, oh, this, this Vegas hotel has donated its parking lot for like designated socially distant sleeping areas for the homeless. And then, and then it like, it was like the picture of like the hotel in the background with like the heart shaped and the rooms lit up. And it was like, yeah, but there's also this hotel's completely empty. <laughs> and give these them, people are sleeping give them in a parking the paddock lot. suite. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's kind of wild too, because like there are definitely people who did abuse it. Um, like someone built a meth lab in one of the uh, the hotel rooms. Yeah, but I feel like you don't have to be homeless to do that. <laughs> yeah, but it was actually like a homeless person was supplied a hotel room and then like built a full functioning meth lab. I guess is like what. But, my but I guess is. what I'm saying That's is that I feel like bootstrapping, Stephen. Yeah, no, yeah. it's hey, called bootstrapping. This wasn't. This was. But a, it's what this country like based something on. That like, like I just feel like a, a non-homeless person has done that before too. So it's like you can't yes, just use Brian that Cranston as like on boot yes. Breaking Bad. That was in an RV. Yo, American. Well, it was in a house also. <laughs> it was in a warehouse. It was in a Why a couldn't they give that RV to a houseless person? That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty of homeless <laughs> because people you, who can you make can't live in a van in this country unless you uh you you brag about quitting your tech job and cash in your Google stocks. <laughs> <laughs> I love Yeah, it's like um people are like, "Oh, I love my tiny home." And it's like, "Oh, you mean trailer?" Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I love that there's such a shame on trailers. <laughs> You're but, like, single wide. <laughs> or it's the same deal with, like, the, the fucking minimalist guys. Remember when that was, like, a thing? And they're like, oh, minimalism. It's actually, I'm giving up all my possessions to live a simpler life. And it's like, no, you just, like, 
have the ability to put things in storage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And then, like, people are, like, now, like, converting, like, old Airstreams or, like, whatever the fuck it is into, like, oh, look, here's my tiny kitchen. Here's my hot plate. And it's, like, yo, this is, like, the same shit. Just fucking. Yeah, like, but, like, yeah. you're also, like, shaming the people with the, the, the double wide, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, double wides are fucking lit. I had Thanksgiving. in pretty a, big. I had a, uh, a Thanksgiving dinner with some family in a double wide. And it was, like, the most lit Thanksgiving I ever had in my life. <laughs> I, yeah, I was actually I was uh, looking up recently someone on my uh, it was actually Ben Sears the uh, the illustrator slash like drummer of Xerxes remember Xerxes no uh, the hardcore band uh, but he Dan, we said he, no more hardcore talk I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm, sorry. Okay. I'm just tying up loose ends but no he posted something about like a house in his area uh, it was an old lustron home and I was like what the fuck's a lustron home and I looked it up and it was like a post war prefab house. That was all made of enameled steel for like hyper, like easy to clean, like super, like everything's like built ins. A uh, really fucking cool house. If you look them up, Lustron Homes, they're very like specific. You can just like hose uh, it down. Design. Essentially, like everything inside is like steel and like stainless and uh, and you don't have to like it, it was meant for low maintenance. And it was it was meant because there was like a housing shortage for like people coming back from the military. That's cool. Yeah, so uh, check them out. It was like similar to like Levittowns and things like that, but it was like a prefab home uh, that are like really everything was done with like pocket doors in the house for like space saving. It's cool. Uh, yeah, some of that shit's cool. Like it makes sense, you know. But yeah, some of the tiny home bullshit it fucking sucks. Yeah, it sucks ass. Uh, mm-hmm. That was that was my favorite. Uh, we might have talked about this, but like I think the first episode of Tiny House Hunters was actually a couple from Jersey City. And it was, like, some finance couple, and they lived in, like, Newport, Jersey City, which is, like, the, the nouveau riche kind of area. Uh, you know, big, shiny glass buildings, uh, luxury apartments, things like that. And they're like, we want to move into a simpler home and be more mindful and blah, blah, blah. And, like, they ended up moving to Beach Lake, Pennsylvania, which is, I've like... I've never even heard of that. It's, like, an hour north of, like, Wilkes-Barre in, like, that area. Mm. So like, basically, uh, it just doesn't exist. It, it it's actually the town my ex girlfriend grew up in, and also the town where they filmed Wet Hot American Summer. <laughs> ah. But it's an hour above, like, uh, you know, Wilkesbury and stuff. And it fucking and and the guy was still commuting to New York City. It was like a two and a half hour ride <laughs> to live in a house with like a composting toilet. <laughs> Like you're fucking so stupid. Yeah, that's. Why would you do this to your? Yeah, it's so stupid. Real dumb shit. Super dumb shit. But (sighs) yeah. Um, I actually have some takes that I want to ask Stephen's opinion on. Oh, okay. okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I'm gonna post Um, that meme I made. Um, the Patrick Star one. Of Dan, please pick me up. <laughs> Erica's being problematic again. Problematic in the group chat. Uh, yeah, that's what I do. Um, no, but it's like kind of interesting because I've been, um, I've been seeing some real weird takes, and I kind of want to hear like, and they're all from white people, so I want to get like. Okay, so this is like quick fire, <laughs> quick fire takes. <laughs> it don't have to be. I mean, if you if if it's like more nuanced, I I want you to you know take the time and okay. We appreciate nuance on this podcast. Um, <laughs> yes, we sure do. <laughs> so the first one that just like really, really, really sent me is um, someone said 
I know you're feeling really tempted to check in on your Asian friends right now, but don't check in on them. They know that you're only <laughs> doing so because uh, violence happened in their community. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like always really off put when someone's like, I just want to check in. And I'm like, oh, well, why? Uh And it's like, uh, (laughs) and like they don't want to say it. It's, I don't know. It's weird. I mean, that's not the worst take, I feel like. Um, But it's not like a take that I'm like strongly like, yeah, that is totally good. (laughs) Like, I feel like, I mean, at least in like my family, we just never fucking talk about feelings and shit like that. So, like, Mm, okay. Um, the last even remotely serious talk I had was with, uh, my baby cousin who I happened to run into in San Francisco. And I was like, Hey, uh, mama is really bad dementia and she didn't know who I was. So it was like this very like heavy conversation. Um, but yeah, no, you know, uh, that's not the worst take I feel like. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. That's good. That was a primer for this next one. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Great. This is uh, someone who is uh, potentially Jewish speaking for the Asian community. Good. We need need more of that, actually. (laughs) I saw that someone posted this. So um, people are putting these signs all over New York City that say Jews for Asians. Hell yeah! And That's what's up. People are like, "What? What's the what's the exchange rate?" Um, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Um, this person said, "I forgot who did a thread a few years ago about the Jewish tradition of having Chinese food on Christmas. It's inseparable from dynamics of Orientalism and fetishization, including the fact that in this tradition, one group is being serviced and one is serving." You know, uh, <laughs> the the only response I have to that is I, I saw this picture on the Internet where it was like uh, it was in a, like a Chinese restaurant and it was a picture or it was a, uh, a sign that said, dear Jewish community, we don't fully understand your um, your customs, but we appreciate your business. <laughs> well that's what i thought was yeah. like so funny it was like i only shop at white owned stores to avoid implied racism like that's how i took that yeah i mean that's it, kind of what it sounds like because you know um yeah if there's one thing i know about chinese restaurants is they're here for it they don't care what you're doing if your money is green right like yeah but the, <laughs> it's like the same deal of like it's like horseshoe theory of like being so anti-racist that you're racist again it's like I don't want this black woman to check me out at the grocery store because it's too close to her <laughs> serving me. So I would like a white cashier, please. Yeah. It's uh, like, it's horseshoe theory. Just imagine like white, white, like uh woke Jews boycotting Chinese restaurants on Christmas. Also, we can, <laughs> sounds we can like play. A, sounds like a come down bit. What the fuck are they going to eat can, then? Uh, <laughs> we can, we can play this now or we can play it later, but I found someone uh on youtube made a blink 182 spoof called where's my asian friend and we can listen to it right now (laughs) uh are you done with your or once you're done with your bit how many more takes you got um we we kind of like i 
I have a lot, and I actually don't really want to get into them. <laughs> but um, I do. So I feel like there's like a lot of confusion because there's like people who are saying, "Okay, so is it is it anti Asian hate?" Or is it like anti-Asian hate? Like, it's very confusing because it's like it makes it sound like like you give Gwyneth Paltrow and she's like anti-Asian hate. And it's like, okay, so are you for Asians or against them? Did I send you guys the um, like the GoFundMe comment um, where it's like someone was like, I support anti-Asian hate. And it's like, what the (laughs) fuck? And the thing that was hella funny was it was like someone who had like a very Asian sounding name. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like they they see, oh, Asian hate. Asian hate is bad. I'm anti that. And but like the way that it reads was I support anti-Asian hate. And I just like was looking at it like, oh, uh, yeah. That's the thing is like all of these like it's just like it's like vague. It's like it's like purposely vague. Like I don't. I don't understand it. Like, I don't know. It just makes it sound like people are just like, yeah, if you're not like constantly posting like six infographics an hour. You hate Asian people. <laughs> well, that that's the that's the stuff that I mean, it's it's been the problem for a while, but it's like the idea of everyone like hashtagging shit and, and like pound signing shit. Pound, yes, pound <laughs> signing. Uh, and And just like posting infographics and things like that. It's like like it's someone who is is there someone who's actively out there harassing asian people in the streets or or even worse you know being violent towards asian people in the streets are they really like on some like influencers woke white 20 something (laughs) woman's instagram yeah are they really (laughs) checking these people's instagram stories and be like oh wow actually i'm being aberrant <laughs> and like <laughs> i really need to change my ways i i didn't think about it like that before yeah because there's like there's people that are posting like you you shouldn't eat chinese food if you think it's okay that people are hating or like pr- doing violence against asians and i just want to be like what is the crossover here yeah yeah i uh, if anything you're just giving asian people less business <laughs> And like, yeah, hurting them that way. You know, in, in all honesty, you know, one of the most tangible ways, at least in my opinion, if you want to truly support the Asian American community or the Asian immigrant community, is to buy food or to buy whatever you can from them to financially I was support say buy them. Buy them a gun. Yeah, well, that too. I mean, but you know, in <laughs> well, at least in California, where we have had the highest spike of. Um, anti-asian like violence is to um you know we have like 10 day waiting periods and shit like that so that's why yeah. i sent you the the korean 81 tiktok i'm like yo this dude's like on point he's on point and he is very fine i must say i must must say is this why very, you swiped yes on the the man. single asian in west virginia <laughs> but uh, he matched me first actually oh well there you go okay but so like no in all seriousness right i i think one of the biggest things that people can do to help asians is to not do like this pandering like oh like are you okay shit like yo give asians the right to defend themselves support yeah. financially any asian businesses you would otherwise right like fucking yeah give people money people are like dude there are like 
Asian grandparents who like can't like are afraid to go outside and fucking collect bottles or do whatever the fuck they do. And it's like, yo, whatever you can do to put money into those communities, fucking do it. Like, did you did you ever hear about what happened in Philadelphia a few summers ago? No. Okay, so you're going to get a fucking kick out of this. Um, I will add the caveat of this was happening while I was on my way out of Philadelphia the first time. Um, So I wasn't like fully privy to every detail. But the TLDR is that there was some councilman who. um, Okay, so I'm going to add some like cultural context here in Philadelphia. I think like a lot of major East Coast cities, especially but like Philadelphia, especially because all the bars close at two. Um, there's Chinese restaurants and then there's Chinese stores Mm -hmm. and the Chinese stores are typically in like not so great neighborhoods. Um, they're open past two. I don't really know how, but they're open. It's like the only thing that's open between like 2 a.m. and 7 a.m. on weekends. Okay. Um, so because of like where they are and the fact that like everyone who goes there is like usually drunk. Um, there's bulletproof glass, um, between like the, the person who is like making the food and you order from, and you can also get like other stuff there, but like the food is always like really greasy and really good. Um, and like the people ordering. So one councilman was like, oh, all of these Asians are opening these restaurants in these black neighborhoods. It's predatory. And to have the bulletproof glass is really racist. So they ordered that like the mostly like also like immigrant families who like could only afford to open businesses in these neighborhoods that they take the glass down. And of course crime like went up. Uh, So then it just became this whole thing of like, Again, like amongst Philadelphia councilmen, like, oh, what's more racist, like being against the Asian people or being against the black people? And it was like, you just made this an issue. Like it wasn't an issue before. And you like made it an issue by trying to be woke. Yeah. And then one of the council, um, I don't remember who it was exactly, but. Maybe it was like a councilman or a councilwoman, council person. They just like got a bunch of because like obviously all these store owners were like, we're going to lose our businesses if you like do this. Um, they like all got a bunch of low main and like dumped it on the one councilman's car. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> Which I think is sick. Yeah. You know, I mean, so based off just what I'm hearing from you, you know, I, I do have to say I feel like, you know, um, Different minorities are able to interact pretty f- fine without like right. It just the seems really patronizing. Yeah, that someone's like, yeah, this is. It's like, oh, you think like, is that like what you think of black people in like impoverished neighborhoods that they can't like walk down the street without shooting someone? It's offensive. Yeah, it's like a really weird take. And then to say like, <laughs> oh, we're gonna like put legislation behind that is like way more wild to me. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I mean, because you know, it, it's. Mm. It's like trying to it be too again. It's like horseshoe theory again. You're yeah. trying to you're trying to do so much good that you're doing harm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, oh. there's a few businesses that I've gone to that have bulletproof glass, and you know, they were in like 
high crime neighborhoods. I wouldn't necessarily say like these were like, oh, clearly like black neighborhoods or clearly like, you know, brown neighborhoods or anything like that, right? They were just in like shitty fucking areas. Um <laughs> Oh, it's it's just it's Well it's probably sense. different than in Philadelphia. Philadelphia is like but, like the the classic example of redlining. Yeah. You think yeah. you think about these places though, they're open late, sometimes twenty four hours. Yeah. They're in urban neighborhoods. And they're mostly cash businesses. Right. Yeah. So, like, they're prime for getting robbed, just like a liquor store. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's and same shit. The existence of bulletproof glass is a practical thing, right? I've, I've never yeah. looked, or, I mean, at least for me, I've never looked at bulletproof glass as some, like, signifier of, like, oh, this is, like, how someone feels about, like, the neighborhood or how someone feels about yeah. this. It's like, this is a practical thing that you do in you order to... You see it to... as a challenge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, well, there's no bulletproof been... uh, glass on the back door, is there? <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, I have seen some pretty wild Philadelphia, like, bodega setups, though, with the bulletproof glass. <laughs> with, like, the, like, in order to, like, exchange the goods and the money... I remember, like, in North Philly going to, like, a spot where... You have to, like, uh, put it in an airlock. Yeah, no, literally. It's, like, oh, it's, like, yeah. it's, it's like <laughs> even more than the post office where you have to, like, move the bar <laughs> and then open the drawer and then close the drawer and close the bar so they can open it. Like, so only one person can open it per side. We have those It's literally, like... What was that? We have those in, like, gas stations exclusively. Yeah. Yeah. But, again, it's, like, a, it's a place that's cash, open late, like... Yeah. It makes sense, but yeah, usually like, someone there alone. There's ones where you like put it in a drawer, and there's ones where it's like a little rotating thing. Yeah, it's like <laughs> they're so elaborate. Yeah. Um, but again, it's like it's I've never been in here and be like, oh, like the place, the fact that this place doesn't want to get shot up is fucked up, man. Yeah. Like why, yeah. why put your business in in this neighborhood if you're scared of your patrons? It's like that's not how this works. I mean, yeah. Like the other thing, consider- th- this is a neighborhood that needs to be served with goods. Totally. Yeah. You know, like it in a lot of these places are, you know, uh, food deserts or or specifically yeah. like you know places that people don't have cars and people need to go pick up a couple things like. That's the whole idea of the corner store, or the bodega, you know, yeah. it's, it's meant for that shit. Yeah. But yeah, I, it's, it's wild. <laughs> so what was the resolution? Saying on it that? now, I, I don't remember. I want to say that like, it's probably caught in bureaucracy and they're probably still arguing about <laughs> oh, it. <geez. laughs> While the business owners are still getting fucking robbed. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and again, you know, really, this is at least in my mind you tie this back to like capitalism right like this is a failure of under-resourced communities and you have these legislators or you know your supervisors or whoever being like oh well we can do like you know the equitable fair thing here and do this it's like you you are fucking up the ecosystem here like yeah it is built this way and it is you know like you are putting people who are servicing other people like in danger right like Yeah. yeah And people, and you know, I don't think there's no one in the world who is, like, excited to rob someone, right? Like, that is an act that is, like, because you are in desperate need. Desperate, yeah. You know? Yeah, it's in desperation. So, in my mind, it's like, yo, you are, like, you are pitting people against each other in, like, the most fucked up way. Um, yeah, and, when you and- could just put, like, some kind of program into place that would just, like, it wouldn't even be necessary. Yeah. Instead of, like trying to make the action or like the reaction illegal to get it at the at the source yo i would just go straight kill dozer 
<laughs> That's the only uh, you would solution kill to those most problems. Asian businesses. Yeah. Oh. No, no, no low main and black on the neighborhoods. Car. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an equal opportunity killdozer. I, I, it's strictly anyone who's in my way. This you know what? Sometimes a reasonable man must do unreasonable things. <laughs> Uh, so we can pivot into some questions or I can share my screen and we can watch the music video for where's my Asian friend. Um, I would love to see that video. Uh, be careful what you wish for. <laughs> I, it's from 2012. It's by someone named Ben Whitrock. Very Asian 14, name. 14,000 <laughs> views. Uh, no spoilers, but this is not, uh. It's not an Asian man doing the video. <laughs> oh! Oh no! <laughs> He's hopping oh, no. the gong. So yeah, this is. Oof. Oh my God! This there has to be. This this man is unwell mentally. Yeah. The waveform on this video is so bizarre. <laughs> Why is he sitting on the toilet? I don't know. It's 2012. He was being random. She took him out. Wait, is this all the same guy? Like, why is he a beard? And not he beard they started making out. Yeah, that's what I want to know. Then she yelled in Japanese. How does he have access oh to God, a studio? just can't believe you're even longer than a limousine. It's feeling like a minute, Jeremy. Wait, is this a woman complaining that her man is too big and she wants an Asian guy? I was, I, I missed the context opening up, but I maybe it's, maybe it's man loving. Yeah, she's Japanese. She's soft in Japanese. For his fragile little white butthole. Are there, uh, are there lyrics available on this YouTube video? Or can we turn on the closed captions on this? Uh, there are lyrics listed. We're also going to need to really dive into this comment section. Wow. Ooh. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> okay, I, I have heard all I need to hear. Well, okay, so he's fashioned a noose for himself out of toilet paper. I don't know what's happening. He rented a studio to record this. Or actually, no, there's, there's no way that this wasn't recorded at Full Sail University. There's no way. <laughs> I feel like we're going to have to give all of our listeners reparations for having to, like, sit through this. Where's my Asian friend? Where's my Asian friend? Oh, God. No, 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 no. Okay, hang on. I, um, I love, I love that he, he... What? I, I want to read through the lyrics. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Actually, oh. can you share that link? Because I want to read through the comments. <laughs> <laughs> we we got to do a deep dive here. Uh, hold on. I need to... I, I got to figure out how to get out of sharing this screen again. 
Uh, hold on, I need to bring it back. I kind of want to like dox this guy and then just give him a phone call and be like, "Hey, man, I saw this video. I want to offer you a record deal." <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, I'm oh, just, like I'm fly him out somewhere. The, terrible. I'm just gonna drop it in the group chat and then. Uh, you guys can read it from Wait, there. can you put it on the Zoom chat so I can look at it on my computer? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me do that. <laughs> it's not going to be good. It's only going to be uh, objectively bad. Okay, so who's <laughs> going to be reading the lyrics? <laughs> I will not, dive into the me. comments. <laughs> not me. Let's see. Okay, so... I think I, I, think I perused the comments, and they were, they were mostly positive. <laughs> oh, wow, they are. Awesome. Like Can't stop like, laughing. They're people's like friends, but number one, someone said made a funny song funnier. Well, no, okay, so number one, he didn't. It's not considered. It's not technically like uh, an original spoof because it's literally something Mark Hoppus from the band Blink One Eight Two said in this song <laughs> that he's parodying. So he mm-hmm. just took a line from the song and then made it the whole song. Uh. So it, it's not even technically like a spoof. It's just like a, an expanded idea. <laughs> um, but this Leonita is clearly like a school's band room that he's in also. like Asians and then in parentheses Persians, the return. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Someone, someone actually pointed out the continuity error with the beard and said, in some <laughs> shots you have a beard, in some shots you don't. On the toilette, Ben, really? Oh, okay, wait, hang on. So I get this now. Okay. He is talking, he's doing, um, wow, what's that fucking loser from Weezer? What's his name? Rivers Cuomo? He's doing a Rivers Cuomo and being like. Is he related to Andrew Cuomo? <gasps> what if? <laughs> <laughs> I think he was like raised on an ashram. What if his parents sent him to an ashram to get him away from Andrew? Like the Andrew Cuomo. <laughs> what about Chris Cuomo, though? To get him away from both of them, because they're both, both unhinged. I just forgot the other one's name. <laughs> All right. So please ex- please explain this to us, uh, Stephen. Oh, this is so bad. Wait, he was born in New York City. Is he like... No, he's Canadian. He is? Or no, I'm, I'm, I'm talking no. about Ben... Ritwalk. <laughs> oh, of course he's Canadian. Oh, fuck, dude. Canada is canceled. Um, <laughs> can I just read these lyrics to you guys? Like, it's so I'm bad. sure, yeah. Ugh. Okay. Go for it. She took him out. It was a Sunday night. Like fish hooked trout, he liked to sexually bite. Terrible. They started making out, and he took off his pants. Then she yelled in Japanese... Oh my god, I simply just can't believe you're even longer than a limousine. Ugh. It's feeling like I'm in a Jeremy scene. I think I need some Vaseline. These big O's, I can't pretend. Where's my Asian friend? Where's my Asian friend? So later on, on the drive home, she called her mom from a cell phone. She asked her what went wrong, and he replied, he's too long, as she sobbed in Japanese. I think he raped this girl. Wow. Um, That's not what I took it as. I, I I took it as some kind of racist in the sense that this man's too long and she's missing her, like, small-dicked Asian friend. 
Yeah, like that I, old racist stereotype. I think that's what he's going for. So next verse is, oh my god, I simply just can't believe you're even better than that Charlie Sheen. And you what? ended it with a brownie <laughs> schmear. Why'd you stick it in Ooh. my ear? Uh, you're natural. Oh my god. Oh, it gets so much worse. Oh my god, I simply <laughs> just can't believe you're natural white wasabi. It never tasted so salty. Struck, oh. stuck... <laughs> With you like an STD, sick of sexual turbulence. Where's my Asian friend? What turbulence doesn't rhyme with anything in that entire <laughs> verse? I. Oh. I mean, I feel like in some universe it might rhyme with STD. <laughs> I feel like there's so many other things that would probably rhyme better, but I'm not gonna pretend. Uh. <laughs> I, I just, uh, I just love any. Oh, I love right that there's the actual, multiple people involved in this. Like there yeah, were at least two other people who could have stopped this, and they did not. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> the the one comment that just says ten ten with two exclamation points. Just the fact that the beginning scene is him in a gi with like a bandana and hitting a gong and then humping the gong. Yeah. Not great, so, but also maybe horseshoe theory, and it's it's good actually. <laughs> <laughs> twenty twenty twelve was a mistake. Twenty twelve was a mistake. <laughs> oh, this is oh, this man. is so painful. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Stephen. Uh, we're 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 supposed to bring you on the heel of this country, and instead we've yeah. we've heard it further. <laughs> I would rather he just say racial slurs. Instead of just, like, <laughs> saying them without saying them, but worse somehow. Yeah. What are you going to do if the homeless guy comes back and he's just singing that song? <laughs> it's Ben Whitrock. <laughs> he can't afford his Full Sail University student payments. <laughs> and it's pushed him onto the street. If Sally May has made this man houseless. If Ben Whitrock is in <laughs> my backyard, I'm going to shoot him and plead guilty and say, fuck yeah, I did that shit. It was totally premeditated. I shot his ass. It I was did fucking it for the fame. <laughs> and then I would bust out a guitar and then I would play the song. I don't fucking know. Oh my god, that that was so bad. Uh, yeah, normal racism is better than that. <laughs> Just like say what you mean, my dude. Yeah. <laughs> Should we get into some questions after that beautiful palate cleanser? <laughs> yes. All right, I got a couple. Stephen, did you get any, or did you come up fucking dry again? God damn it! Like I, I had a really good picture when I asked for questions. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys saw it, right? Big Trouble in oh, Little China. It. it was hella good. Oh, yeah. So good. I really love that I was Kim Cattrall in that instance. Yeah. I'm happy. I, I thought a lot about the placement of who was who. <laughs> <laughs> Steven was playing the role of Little China. Further <laughs> further playing into the stereotypes of Ben Whitrock. <laughs> you know, I, I, I actually want to come to the defense of big trouble in little china because i actually think it's it's, a great movie it's a great movie and it actually is a social commentary because um fuck kurt russell's character i can't think of his name right now um snake plissken yeah he's just like the biggest fucking idiot (laughs) who like just falls ass you know backwards into like the driver right yeah yeah and then uh fuck asian dude i i want to say 
Indiana Jones is a little Asian guy, but I can't. I know that's not right. <laughs> Short round. <laughs> Short round. <laughs> um. Ah, fuck. What's oh, his man. name? I, I have to Google it. Oh, Wang <laughs> Chi. Yeah. So fucking, he's the one who actually gets all the shit done. So yeah, you know, yeah. it, it's infuriating to me that people are like, this is such a fucked up movie. I'm like, no, this is an awesome movie. Like, they understand what's going on here. Um, but I also just fucking love kung fu movies altogether, and yeah. like low it's, pan. It's is just like good as fuck. Yeah. 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 Um, but yes, so many long fingernails in that movie. Well, you know what the long <laughs> fingernails are supposed to be, though, right? They're for digging out opium, right? No, 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 no. It means that you're not a field worker. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So, um, if you have long fingernails, it's primarily because you were like rich and didn't have to like work. Oh. Uh. Um, or also, we've, we've learned one thing on I mean, the podcast: you're rich and uh, had more time to do opium. Because normally, it. normally when like someone has a long like pinky nail, it's just because they're doing fucking coke all day. Hell yeah. I mean, yeah. and that would be cultural appropriation. <laughs> oh boy! All right. So, uh, yes. so what you're saying is you didn't have any questions. I I got I got one question because I shared it to Facebook and uh, my friend Dave asked what was the Joyce Manor drama back in the day, which I I, I don't know. I think it you was can't get one question and then not answer it. That's fair, I guess. Um, Can you so, fill us in on what the Joyce Manor drama was? There was like, uh, okay, mind you, Barry, the lead singer, does follow me on on Facebook. That's cool. You know, um, I used to be in a band with someone Follows who made you out on with Facebook? Chase. What are you a boomer? We're, yeah. we're friends on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, I guess like some dude stage dove, and then he was like, "How much do you weigh? You're diving on people who are smaller, oh. some shit like that." And it was yeah, just I do like, remember that. Yeah, and it's weird to me because, like, you know, I remember when, like, Joyce Manor was, like, house show size of a band, right? And now it's, like, yeah. very weird to see that. But, um, you know, he was just mad that fucking someone stage dove and then, like, dragged the dude back up on stage and was, like, you're fat or some shit like that. I don't remember, and like, he just, the like, details. just, like, gave him a talking to. And as, like, a, as, as a, a burly man myself, like, I know my place in the stage dive world. Yeah. You know? I mean, but yeah, no. I think it was like some dude who like was like intentionally like diving on girls in the front row, who is like primarily the front row of Joyce Manor shows <laughs> these days. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, here's the thing. I'm not like here to say he was wrong or right or anything. Like, I just, you know, don't give a shit about the politics of stage diving. Like, <laughs> um, I mean, no one over the age of like 19 should. Yeah. Like. If I'm at a show that I feel like I want to fucking stage like that, I'm going to fucking do it. Like, but Joyce Manor what isn't a band. What show would compel you to stage dive? Earth Crisis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, what uh, what what would bring you out of mosh retirement? Oh, Ceremony. Every time Ceremony plays, I'm just like, fuck yeah. Mm. Like, so they had like a tour with American Nightmare. And I remember like I was there with uh, my ex and I was just like, we were like together at the time. And she was like, oh, go up and have fun. And I'm just like, no, like I'm fucking like 29. I don't need to fucking do that shit. <laughs> and then they just start playing old shit. I'm like, uh, uh, yeah, fuck it. And I just like run up to the front and you start like swinging at people. It's like jumping up on people. And uh, that brought me out of much retirement pretty fucking fast. Yeah, I we're we're uh, cruising uh, YouTube at my girlfriend's house, and we we're just like, playing different stuff. Mm-hmm. 
and I played her like the 2017 ceremony, like Sound and Fury set. Mm, yeah. And I'm not even a big, I'm not even a big ceremony fan. I like Violence, Violence. Like that's kind of the only record I listened to of ceremony. But uh, it was more of like, this is like an energy thing of like the music I listened to growing up. Yeah. Like it's about the energy of the room. And uh, yeah, and it was just, and, but she was also just like, why? Why did he like tuck his t-shirt into his jeans? <laughs> and I'm like, it's that's a it's a whole genre of music now. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. a, it's like a genre of man now. <laughs> a new type of guy. Found a guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was really funny. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, straight up though, like that's the band that will always do it for me. Like I got, I got yeah. That. Nice. It's pretty sick. Yeah. See, I'm like a poser because I actually really like newer ceremony. I do too. I fucking love that shit. It's not the bad. The Man it's, is probably one of my favorite albums of all time. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's different. When you're listening to Violence, Violence, and you switch to L-Shaped Man, it's like... So, for... Uh, this, my, is, this, is this what adults are supposed to listen to? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like a band that of hardcore. with us. <laughs> I mean, I love that they can play a whole set that spans all the different types of music they've been. You know, oh, yeah. People yeah. still go off, you know? Like, that's cool. It's just not... Something that particularly makes me go off. But so, I'll, I'll pack my fist full I of hate say, and take a swing at the world say, every now and then. That, that used to be my hype up song before Krav. Cursed? And I would, yeah, I would pack my fist full of hate. Yeah. And take <laughs> so a like, swing at the world. I remember uh, when they had like the L-shaped man, uh, like release show, it was like Gilman, right? And mm-hmm. I also, if I remember correctly, like L-shaped man had like a bunch of like, you know, uh, it might have even had like some radio play to be honest. Um, like the single, yeah, that first single got out there. Yeah, and like people were like, "Oh, Pitchfork" and shit like that because they had like a Pitchfork review. And the thing that I remember being at that Gilman show was there was some people who clearly had no frame of reference who like just learned about the band. Yeah, they were like the national fans who ended up there at Gilman. Yeah, of all <laughs> places. So, um, they played uh like that piano song that they open up the album with. And then they go right into Cursed, and it's the fucking bay. <laughs> so people just fucking storm the stage, and it looks yeah. like every fucking video that you see, but it's at Gilman. So it's like, you know, 700 square feet with like a three-foot stage, and uh, got pretty fucking awesome. Um, yeah. yeah. that's why, I mean, that's why I love that, that Sound and Fury set, because it's like the same deal. They open it up with like a new song and then go like right in the cursed and like the whole world gets on stage <laughs> like oh yeah the dog pile is like three people like four people high oh, yeah. we're fucking talking about hardcore again yeah we fucking yeah. did it god damn it oh god damn it subculture it always Unsanctioned finds its way through subculture chat yeah. oh boy um well uh this is kind of a music question i got someone asked spotify apple music or title spotify i'm a spotify bitch yeah, I'm Spotify too. Uh, I was really. I want to say that mode. I I converted you. Kinda. Uh, just get gi- just give me just let me have this. <laughs> sure, Erica <laughs> converted me into the capitalist sphere. Um, no, I mean As I was. If the Apple Music isn't. <laughs> oh yeah, you used to listen to torrents. Yeah, no, I used <laughs> to just download everything. Uh, I was a Soulseek bitch. Still am. Still use Soulseek for stuff like that's like hard to find. There's a lot of stuff that I listen to that's not on Spotify. Yeah. Um, there's I like, the every new... once in a while I'll be like, um, like the ecstatic, not on Spotify. What yeah, the fuck I, is up with that? The hotel year just pulled all their shit from Spotify, which is weird. Really? Yeah, it's not on there. 
Um, I think maybe the newest album is, but their old shit isn't. Damn. Um, but yeah, I yeah, like Black Dresses isn't on. I was listening to their new record. Uh, they weren't on Spotify. Yeah, I mean, I still I'll still soul seek a bunch of shit. Um, but I mean, Spotify is it's convenient. I I had Spotify from when it was like early, early, early. Remember, you could like only get it in the UK at first. It was like very obscure, not obscure, I think but they're like, based in Sweden, maybe. Yeah, something like they're European for sure, and you couldn't get it in America up until like a certain time. I don't know. I was just super late to the game because I was like, I listen to weird, obscure grindcore, so <laughs> I there's nothing for me on there. Um, I will never yeah. forget the day that they added Circle Takes the Square to Spotify. Mm, yeah, that first EP. <laughs> Some fucking crow quill <laughs> up in here. So, uh, uh, Maya, see, Maya. I can do it too. Yeah. My uh, music service of choice is a uh, fuck. I don't even know why. It's well, I do know why, but it's YouTube Music. Oh. Because so I used to have Google Play Music. Um and Dan like you, I had a bunch of shit that just wasn't available to stream. And yeah. Google Play Music allowed you to upload 10,000 of your own songs. Oh. And you could stream your own uploaded music to any device that you logged in on. Oh, so it acted cool. as like a music locker, and you know I had like weird fucking like seven inches, like you know page ninety nine wasn't really like you know they only have some of the fucking yeah. albums there. So I was like, oh well, I have documents one through fourteen or whatever. So that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, so they ended up killing Google Play Music and they just made it YouTube Music, and I don't have to watch ads. So I'm just like, whatever, it's the same price, but like I lost all of my weirdo shit. So. Oh mm. uh, yeah, yeah. It's it the stuff that's on Spotify. It it gets it's weird, especially when things like come and go. Like recently, yeah. they just uploaded the older and the hero uh, the hero is gone record. Uh, they only had the one, and then they had the they just put the previous one up like within the last couple weeks. I noticed it's, it's a really good practice in non attachment. True, yeah, but it's also I I also like cleaned out my loved records like my saved records but that also and, and but then it also cleared out a bunch of my downloaded music <laughs> spotify drives me insane in the sense that i'll uh be on the train sometimes sometimes you get like if i'm listening to like a like a grindcore record uh, as a good example and all the songs are like a minute long it doesn't buffer enough songs in advance that i'll get through like two songs and still be in the subway tunnel and then spotify will just kick out but yeah. it's still trying to connect and it won't let me access the music I've downloaded on Spotify, which is like, what's the whole fucking point of downloading music on Spotify if it won't let you access the music? That's a problem I don't have because, well, it, it's like, like a my thing. gym, I don't get service there, but I don't really have. I think it's I think, I think it's when you have service thing. and then you lose service because it, it, it'll keep trying to connect by default. Um, but it won't let you like it won't load the pages that your music is saved from. So if you go in, I don't know. It's fucking annoying. It's it, because then you get your you know five great, I mean, two minutes later you're in the subway content. tunnel. I don't know. Uh, I'm assuming the person's asking because they're curious about mm. which one to choose. Oh. Uh, I can only assume. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Spotify, you get the fun thing you can brag about all the bad music you listened to in the past year. And it's always yeah. going to be bad. Like, this year it told me I listened to, like, Poppy and fucking 100 Gex as my, like, two 
of my top well, five favorite artists. I mean, it told you the truth. It did tell me the truth, but I listened to a lot of music when I worked at the camera shop, and I put a lot of poppy on at the camera shop, I guess. You know, and you also get, like, all the bad takes where you're like, oh, here's the fucking shit I listen to, and then, like, there's someone who always, like, will say, oh, your top Spotify artists are the people you just owe money to, and it's like, okay, like, mm, we see this fucking yeah, make me feel thing bad all about the fucking time. <laughs> Well, that, that's my favorite thing. It's like, oh, the other option to me having Spotify was me illegally downloading every record I've ever listened to for the last, like, 10 plus years. Oh, yeah. yeah. So we know- do you want my, like, eighth of a penny or do you want absolutely nothing? Well, so the thing for me, too, is, like, you know, I've gotten shit for streaming before, but I'm like, yo, I have a record collection that is yeah, so same. expansive. Like, I have spent more money on stupid fucking merch and like <laughs> records and just fucking dumb bullshit. I have a ceremony Rubik's cube. Like fucking like fuck <laughs> you. I get to Erica stream has a sexual the fuck Rubik's I want. cube. Like I do. What? I have a porno Rubik's I got, cube that can we see Dan it? got me. Well, I don't know where it is. Yeah, Dan she got lost it for my me. precious gift. Wow. So Dan got, got you a nice gift it, and you lose it. He he got it for me because it was an overnight drive reference. And well, then, number number and one, then, looking at it hurts me. Number one, <laughs> it was a, it was because you were stupidly obsessed with Rubik's cubes. Still am. Uh, so I got you a Rubik's cube, uh, and I bought you a porn. As <laughs> it's it's full of very nice seventies <laughs> porn gentlemen with with hard dicks, real big dicks on like a on a Rubik's big. cube. It like was it was terrifyingly of, big. And and the third part was the fact that it was like a vague O and D reference. Do you think that? Um, it was actually one of the most thoughtful gifts I've ever purchased anybody it was, because it, it had was, so much thought why, put into it, and it that's was why not it hurts cheap. Me, it was not it cheap. Hurts me. Dan, it hurts. It me. was. It I've was moved twice. A vintage since item. Then, so it is. It is somewhere in the house. I think I. I found it, and then I had to hide it because my parents were helping me unpack, and I did not want them to see it. Okay, hang on. <laughs> I, I. I need to ask you about the cranks. Um, were were these like the size of cranks that would make a girl scream in Japanese? It's longer than a limousine. <laughs> it was about the length of a limousine. Yeah. Okay. That's about a good reference. Yeah. Good to know. I just, you know, I need the picture. <laughs> and now Erica for looks me. at it. Erica looks at it and now she sobs in Japanese because of it. <laughs> yeah. I, um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not, I'm not going to do that on here. You're not going to, you're not going to gotcha me that way. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. So. Spotify, I guess is my answer. What's the next question? <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I, Erica, you have any questions? This I week? don't have any. You don't have any? <laughs> I don't Jesus. have any. All right. Well, Dan, I guess I'm why are you carrying... the only person who gets fucking questions? Because I, right? I have some dedicated people who ask every week, and uh, God bless them. Uh, this is a fun one for all of us, and we can all brag a little bit. I know you've mentioned your mics before, but what's your recording setup? So, uh, so I have. <laughs> Erica's going first. An audio. I'm, I'm the lady, and I feel like mine is probably the most expansive. And not to mention that Dan and I ranked very high on the feminist scale, higher than you, <laughs> I might add. Yeah. I yeah, did. so I, I would actually like Steven to go first. Okay. <laughs> Who's it's... hurting more now, women or Asians? Yeah. 
<laughs> Being the wokest one here, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna sorry let for have centering those. myself, Stephen. You no, go. you know what? Yeah. No. Horseshoe theory. I think Dan goes first now. <laughs> yeah, Dan. I, I mean, it's it's it. Stephen can't walk out in the daylight, and Erica can't take night hikes, so we're all hurting inside. <laughs> what would you do with no men or no whites for twenty four hours? I think is the next question to ask. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer is uh, dismantle the systems uh, systemic racism. <laughs> Now that you have all the free time. That's a lot. Yeah. I go on a picnic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, no. What was it? I would go for a run. Oh. Um, so can, we, can, you, wait, can we talk really fast about how, like, we talked about night hikes, like, expansively, and then I saw that guy on Hinge that was, like, it, it, I forget what the, the prompt was, but it was, like, maybe what, ask me for the best advice or, like, best first date, and he said night hiking. Apparently, everyone fucking <laughs> loves night hiking. I don't I understand don't get it. it. Yo, dude. I, to, to me personally, I was in Boy Scouts for too long, and fucking uh, the woods is not the best place to be in the dark. I don't and know it's supposed to, to be about you. the view. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. Like, in most cases, you want to hike to get to, like, a lookout or of some sort. Yeah. A makeout point, if you will. I don't, around. I don't trust people. You want to go like neck with Andrew Cuomo at the lookout oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then split an egg cream. Dude, straight up though, I, I feel like I split you. I, I I feel like hiking is just white people shit. Like, oh, absolutely! I can't wait to do it <laughs> yeah. in a couple weeks in the Berkshires. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like a couple months ago, I was like briefly like hanging with this girl who like really loved to fucking go hiking shit, and I remember being like, "Yo, this is so not fucking for me." <laughs> like, I walked there with like fucking um like slip on shoes just being like yo well, this is gonna you have fucking to have suck. the right shoes it's not enjoyable if you don't have the right shoes yeah you need it wouldn't gear. be enjoyable with the right fucking shoes either i was not like <laughs> it would be more enjoyable see we've we've uh we've narrowed the me and my girl's aesthetic down to uh like places we're going on trips and it's like uh cabin in the woods near a modern art museum <laughs> like that's the ideal trip for us so, uh, yeah. And, and so. that exists in the You always got to talk about your girl. The Berkshires? Ber- yeah. Yeah. Well, when we went to um, Beacon, Dia Beacon is right there. The big, like, minimalist modern art museum. And then in the Berkshires is Mass Mocha, which is the big Massachusetts modern art museum. And then I guess next time we'll probably go to Maine or something. Or maybe we'll go to the MoMA in San Francisco. You'll go to Maine and then you'll stop at Kofifi. Yes, we'll go to the co- Yes, that's actually not <laughs> far from where she grew up. I found Amazing. out, so we'll definitely have to go get a coffee at at the Kofifi Coffee Shop. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so tell uh, us about your mic. Uh, me. So um, ha- did the horseshoe theory actually come back to me? I think it's just whoever's gonna do it, right? All right, now, I'll go so. first. Then fuck it. Um, yeah, I use a, a Can't blue yeti. He's taking the space like this. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've been told that I I'm eligible to take up space, and I need to take up space. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I have a blue Yeti USB microphone. I have two of them actually. Um, the travel rig, if you will. But uh, no, I, I I I like it. It sounds good. People can tell me if it doesn't, uh, but I think they'd be lying. Um, I record through, uh, bootlegged version of Logic Pro X, uh, also running patched versions of Farago, 
which is the soundboard. And uh, I also have a bootlegged version of, uh, oh, what the fuck's it called? Uh, Audio Hijack, which I use to pull clips and record off the internet. And I also have a hacked version of Loopback 2, which is how I route my audio so I can play audio and set up digital um, digital inputs and outputs. Uh, and that's how I can also run audio from Safari or the browser or iTunes or Spotify or my sound deck into different channels in Logic, which is fun. So, so have actually, you paid for any of your software? No. <laughs> okay. I the only software I paid for was for uh what the fuck was it called? Uh where is it? I think I bought yeah, I bought native uh native instruments machine 2 software for the native machine uh programming board I bought, the MIDI the MIDI pad set uh that I've used once. <laughs> And so the only software, this software I use like once a week, never paid for it. Uh, the software I've used once and then never used again, I paid like 70 bucks for. Because it's literally the 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 machine to, uh, I have a machine micro too, and it is useless without the software. <laughs> and they wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't let me like reinstall the software with the serial number of, uh, since I bought it used. From a from a thrift store, they said uh, the previous owner has to physically set, fill out a transfer software request form in order to transfer the software license to me without buying it. Which you know, coming from a thrift store is impossible. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, all this stuff is uh, readily bootleggable. So yeah. don't pay for anything. I uh, need to do that because now that I like upgraded my I, computer, I sent you I the have, cracked Logic I know, X file. I need to. I need to. I, you need to send it to me again because now I have a new computer, so I can do it now. True. Um, um, but my mic, I use the Audio Technica. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. AT twenty twenty, and it's an XLR mic. So I have it into a Behringer interface, um, the UMC202 HD, which is two channels, but I only use one now, which is really sad. <laughs> because um, I'm not there. Because you're not there. Um, yeah, it's just like the um, plug that into my computer and I, uh, I just use GarageBand. Nice. And it is admittedly not the best, but it's also like, really easy so. yeah that, the thing is logic just looks like fucking garage band. <laughs> it just looks yeah. the same see it's i used to shit. i used to be a logic bitch when i was doing hip-hop yeah and that's part of why i'm like oh i need to get logic again now that i have like a computer that'll handle it because now that i'm not working i can do hip-hop again <laughs> yeah yeah i've i've hacked reason also i have all kinds of hacked reaper 64 yeah, you can get all the shit for free. Yeah. Uh, in the words of Decolonize This Place, uh, evade. <laughs> <laughs> Hop the turnstile of software. Yeah. So uh, what about you, Steven? What I, do you got over there? I got a Razer Siren emote. So it makes little emojis on the other side if you have the right software, which I don't because it messes with the um, lights of my computer. That's bizarre. Yeah, it like will 
take the place of the other lighting software and I need to have my computer give me my like RGB the right way and it doesn't do it that way. But I used to be able to make it have like money signs on the other side of my mic <laughs> um, and goofy when shit like would- that tip you uh on your only fans yeah on your, on your, on your live remember? jasmine account it's uh do you remember in like the mid aughts when people used to have the belt buckles with like the lcd yeah <laughs> yeah like the yeah and it, you can make it say things like you buy them down at like the seaside like, boardwalk yeah stop Fuck. looking at my crotch yeah. like something like that yeah um but yeah, so it's not lighting up. Sorry, guys. And I run that through uh, Adobe Audition. Um, and I <laughs> I still use the student pricing, so I only pay like 20 bucks a month for the whole Adobe suite, and I will never pay full price for that shit. Yeah, Adobe Audition's great. It's I, awesome, yeah. I That's what I learned on in college when I took my radio courses. We, we did everything in Audition. And the early days of this podcast... I also cut an audition, which is great because uh, it has a uh, Luffs uh, adjuster that you like will edit Luffs. will edit everything like for you. Yeah, uh, that doesn't <laughs> exist in in uh, Logic or it's a plugin technically in GarageBand and uh, in in um, Audacity. I was going to say our first ever episode that got lost forever. We recorded it onto audacity and I fucked it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like I literally only recorded my channel. Yeah. yeah. I think it's still saved somewhere. Just like like an hour and a half of me talking to myself. It's just basically. you talking to yourself with me like faintly in the background. <laughs> just from what your microphone picked up from across the table. You should absolutely yeah. upload that. We definitely should. <laughs> it's on my old computer i need to like bring it back to life yeah yeah well that was the thing i was running like a bootleg software (laughs) of a of of, like old audition like cs like whatever cs6 suite was before they went like i had before they went cc and then when i got a new computer and uh it it fucked everything up yeah when apple we like, talked went about 60... that on this podcast yeah. it's when you went from i went to audacity to which audacity is great it just fucking works and that's all it needs to do but then when i started doing shit with the soundboard i needed three channels <laughs> can't do that uh so that's fun i like i like the nerd shit like i said i have a degree in radio and this is the closest thing to i've come to using it (laughs) it's fun it's fun i would love someone to teach me how to make electronic music though because i have a lot of that equipment now too and i've used it zero times um i got a couple more questions here uh thoughts on nfts gonna cash in (laughs) who asked Um, this (laughs) My friend who's like vaguely into crypto, but more or less into the the hype behind crypto. Um, I, I bought a single Litecoin. Time to make my NFT to the moon, bro. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I do have a ocean was it Ocean Sea uh, account that I uploaded some photos to. Uh, it like creates NFTs for you. Uh, I think but- it's just a trend oh absolutely yeah opensea.io um so i do have one uploaded but i have not paid for the gas to make it go live (laughs) uh, (laughs) because there's a one-time gas fee uh to put it out onto the blockchain and uh how much is the gas fee 
the gas fee's like ninety four dollars right Dude, now. Dude, fuck sucks. that. Yeah, so I'm I, I'm waiting. It's a it's a one time fee, but I'm like I don't want to drop like a hundred bucks for like no real reason Dude, at the moment. I sent uh I sent a single Litecoin to someone, and. I had to pay like twenty bucks in fees for. It. I'm just like, dude, fuck this! Like the whole. It's so dumb. Yeah, I I I transferred money to uh, a wallet just because uh, I wanted to look into like DeFi, and you can't do that through Coinbase. You have to do it through like the Coinbase wallet. Yeah, and just transferring money from my Coinbase account to the Coinbase wallet, and then I was like, ah, eh, it's not actually worth like this for like six percent apy or something i like dude transferred it back and it was like i went through like just 150 dollars in gas fees so listening to y'all talk about this <laughs> is oppressive <laughs> and it was all the it, and i i dropped like 150 dollars worth of that just before ethereum hit like two grand so i was like oh that 150 like a week later would have been worth like 400 dollars, dude so the the worst thing about that and this is the last thing i'll say about crypto is i have like a decent amount of ethereum set and lost in a metamask wallet because i was trying to buy fucking crypto kitties when that shit was big Uh, and i just forever look at it i'm like i want to eat a gun like i fucking hate myself and you lost your your metamask code yeah because all i wanted to do was buy some fucking neopets and i'm just sitting here like this is the fucking stupidest (laughs) shit ever um oh my god so you know that that's a kind of a crazy thing um and then i also sold some a lot of ethereum at like the bottom because i was like i needed cash so bad um yeah 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 i mean the thing is like overall like i'm still in the green by a lot it's just like yo i fucking i hate it like i see like trades that fucking sucked um all that being said, though, yo, NFTs, like, yeah, it's a fad, but, like, so is all art, you know, fucking, you paint some fucking shit and you put it on a canvas and you sell it for any amount of money, like, it's just as stupid as an NFT, and an NFT is just as stupid as any other art. Yeah, I mean... I saw a really good take today about art. Hold on, let me see if I saved it. Um, this is from Arian Foster, so you know it's a good take. Um... These social media platforms are literally dictating how art is created by rewarding creators that shill for an algorithm that is designed to generate profit for them and keep the consumer hooked on their drug. Fuck this place. Yeah, I, That's how um, I feel about it. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's I mean, it. I'm going to look at it as like another market. Like, it's just another place to, like, sell my shit, maybe. Yeah. And I'm going to put everything up at stupid prices. Like, I'm sure everything's going to be like. $666 or $420 or $6,900. <laughs> like, uh, I, I mainly, I want to put up like my photos of celebrities. Cause I think like digitally scanned analog photo close-ups of celebrities might be like a weird niche that might not exist on that market platform yet. Yeah. Um, you gotta, so you gotta we'll send see. that gas then, man. You gotta get it out there. I know. I know. When I, when I get my like tax return money back, I'll, I'll maybe, cause, uh, the government decided to do something right and not tax the first like 10 grand of unemployment. Dope. So I'm getting like my full return back, even though my, my account like saw that I was getting money back this year and like doubled his normal price. <laughs> you dude. So straight up, you're going to fucking pay those gas fees and that shit's going to sit there for fucking ever. <laughs> oh, Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, I think I can then upload more stuff. 
but who knows? Like I said, if someone buys something for four hundred and twenty bucks, like, sure, I guess, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. But uh, people were all. I mean, it's it's everyone's like, oh, fucking people, blah blah blah. Like he sold all this money, uh, all this shit. And uh, one of the people I hate the most in this world, uh, the New York Mag senior art critic Jerry Saltz, aka the guy with the deranged <laughs> coffee shit. So weird. He's the worst. Um, he posted a thing. He posted a screenshot of his own, like, it's not even his, it's not even like a notes app. It's like his own comment on Instagram, but he screenshot it and posted it. And he goes, here are 10 sickeningly sexist, racist, xenophobic bullshit images included in the fake artist Beeple's 69 million NFT screensaver collage that took less time to make than to look at. Makes perfect sense that wealthy rubes who had a good pandemic with fava beans and good Chianti amassed such wealth online in the last one year. Thank you, Artnext Ben Davis, for finding these images and writing about them. Tech bros, go fuck yourself. I love that he's saying, like, that this took him less time than it took to look at it. Like, uh, the, the piece he's referring to took 5,000 days to create. <laughs> <laughs> it's a collage of 5,000 images. Like, is, that's... Is this a person that's... longer that's, than most art takes to make. Is this a person that's easy to reach? I mean, he's on Instagram. He's on Twitter. Yeah. He's... Slide into those DMs. Send me, send me his handle, because I just want to send him something that says, LOL, die mad. <laughs> no, he's, <laughs> he's the fucking worst. Um, but, like, he, it's just screenshots of... Things that, like so. This is like shit that this guy made in 2007, and it's just a picture of two black guys in a do rag, and it just says it's fun to draw black people. Uh, I mean that technically doesn't sound race like like racist to me. <laughs> it's gonna be horseshoe theory, man. I only paint whites now. Yeah. This collage uh, needs more white there, people. There's, there's, is it more woke to exclude people of color from your art? So I'm gonna I'm gonna share my screen again just because it's, uh, Dan. Yeah. I, I, so I, like, I, I need to ask. Yeah, I don't. Read, it's fun to draw and, black and, people. And this <laughs> is this is the next one. Courtesy the artist. This just says black dude, and it's just a picture of a black dude. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I feel like it's 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 only racist in the way you like look at it. It's like if someone said the word Jew versus someone saying the word Jew. <laughs> like it's Okay, let's do the next one. Here. Wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> this is a self-portrait. I love it. Um so wait, uh, a fat nerdy Chinese kid and his imaginary friends. <laughs> You know what? How does he know he's fat? I, I don't know. I don't know. You asked for <laughs> representation. <laughs> the Dalai Lama should give some girl the peace sign, but then like totally finger fuck her. I don't get that. What what's? I don't get it either. These are things that the guy literally made. He makes like a new picture every day. <laughs> and some days, I guess he's more esoteric than others. <laughs> <laughs> who are the 8,455 people who like this shit? I would be so uh, he, fucking embarrassed. Jerry Saltz has almost 500,000 followers. <laughs> who is this? He's the senior art critic for New York Magazine. So he's talking shit on this art. Yeah, he, he, he thinks it's bad. And then it's on like Donkey Kong. 
Yeah. Again, there's no date on this one, but I'm assuming it's probably. How did she get pregnant from a dildo? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Where's his caption? I need the caption on this one. I know. I don't think this one needs a caption. (laughs) Who wants to describe the photo? um, (laughs) For for those of you who cannot see this, this is. Yo, 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 this should Uh, be the background. So for the picture for Have a Nice Life for the episode, this should just be the background. I I don't know if that's possible. So it is a woman (laughs) and she is sitting upright. One leg is bent behind her. The other one bent in front of her. She has um, pretty, pretty good tits. An okay face um, and a hairy erect (laughs) dick. And then next to it, it just says Hillary with the flag under it. <laughs> um <laughs> this is just a female Captain Crunch and it just says Captain Bitch. And with the caption mmm delicioso. Again, this is 2008 humor. This is like this it really the is. The era of like random, you know. <laughs> Raw XD. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, always a crowd pleaser and it's a woman with her whale tail who is bigger and i don't see what's wrong with that necessarily yeah right? it's like, just a yeah it's just a, a plus-sized woman okay wait so so i just want to clarify jerry salts we can only draw white people and we can only draw skinny people mm-hmm. and we can mm-hmm. only draw uh hillary si- clinton uh, without a dick and, and yeah, yeah we non- can only draw cis people yeah okay so horseshoe theory cis straight white skinny we're set yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Going back. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a great this one. Is I my like favorite, this. Yeah. This is my favorite caption. Uh, if I was one of them fancy dancy elite art homos, I'd call this light study v one. <laughs> <laughs> and this so, is clearly someone's like you know they learned a tutorial on how to use Photoshop to make like a cool background. Is all it was. Yeah, yeah. well we've so, all done so that. The thing at some was point. like I said, this guy has probably. been drawing a new photo every day for like almost ten years, essentially. Or no, yeah, like almost ten years it was. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, so they literally combed through 5,000 pictures to pick out 10 vaguely scandalous ones and, like, discredited his entire piece of art, you know? And the thing is with art is it's literally only as valuable as what people were willing to pay for it. And the more Just they like talk about it, the anything. more valuable it gets. Exactly. Because it's transgressive And he now. was like, he's like mad that people are going to like disassemble the art and sell the pieces individually for more money. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's also how art that's works. That's what happens, yeah. Like, everyone should watch the documentary um, The Price of Everything on uh, HBO about the modern art market. And it's literally about how artists get paid you know, like a thousand dollars for a piece and then it gets flipped for like one point two million dollars later and the artist only gets that thousand dollars, you know, it might bring up their actual value later, but you know, it doesn't you know, they're not getting that one point two million dollars, you know? Yeah. Um so yeah, NFTs <laughs> Uh I don't know, buy them for me and and make me rich, please. 
Uh, it'd be Are very there any helpful. More questions? Uh, yes. Uh, dream and nightmare blunt rotations. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um. <laughs> I abstain okay. because I don't smoke weed. I think that, that that's all uh, part of the question, Dan. Are you for real? <laughs> I think the dream blunt rotation is with <laughs> the roster of 9/11 hijackers. Maybe like um, oh, and they're Asian, so that's important. They <laughs> are. That's the representation. Um, yeah, I mean, maybe like. The cast of Wild Hogs. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. And then the nightmare. Probably just anyone who's like too into we. <laughs> I feel like you just want to say me. Oof. No, you're cool. Okay, okay. I think for me, nightmare would be Amy Schumer. Mm. Oh yeah. Um, oh fuck that bitch. Oh Kamala Harris. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, I don't know. I can make it so much more worse. Um, the weirdly dicked Hillary on that art we just saw. <laughs> um, Gwen Snyder. Oh. Oof. Oh, what's that? What's actually, that, what's that other, uh, Zenny Jordan. Oh, that actually, God. I actually have the tweet here because I was thinking about how. Uh, did you see the thing about how like a bunch of people in Biden's cat, like Biden's staff, got sandbagged for like yeah, admitting yeah. that they smoked weed? Like number yeah, one, I'm... why are you admitting that you smoked weed when you work for like the federal government? But number two, is someone brought up the Zenny tweet that just says, "I want to be the first U.S. citizen to blaze one with Biden in the yeah. dank house." <laughs> So, um, We're going to smudge those racist Peckerwood particles out of the room with some Joe G. Kush. Yeah, definitely. Uh, she would be <laughs> a horrible white person to be saying Peckerwood is also insane. Um, <sighs> and then what's that other woman's name? I don't think Zenny's white. I think she's extraterrestrial. Like she's, <laughs> I don't know what she is. The worst not... type of gentrifier. <laughs> yeah, she's a. Um, and there's, there's that other woman. Um, I'm not trying to like be funny by saying her name's Chlamydia, but it's the closest thing I could think of, like Chlamydia <laughs> Claiborne or whatever. Oh, are you talking? About, that's Erica's favorite person. Yeah. Wait, uh, who? The, the who's uh, Charlotte Clymer? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I hate that bitch. Yeah. So that that's my nightmare. Uh, blunt rotation. Um, that's pretty bad. Yeah. That, that would make me want to detonate the vest. I think I they think all be dream... in one place. <laughs> yeah, it'd be. I would take one for the team. Mashallah. <laughs> um, and yeah, my. I think, I, oh, sorry. I, I still got no, no, my go dream. On. Oh, that's right. Uh, Dave Chappelle. Uh, can, can we do dead people? Sure. Why not? It's a dream. Okay. Yeah, I would do. Uh, I said the the all of the hijackers who died on nine eleven. So. Well, they're not really dead. They Sick. they they live on in eternity. <laughs> um. <laughs> all of all of them and their seventy two virgins. Yes, exactly. Uh. So. Uh. It's a really big blunt. Yeah. Uh. It would, for me, it'd be Dave Chappelle, um, Bruce Lee. Fuck. Um, 
Shit, you know, I've never really thought about it, but yeah, uh, Dave Chappelle and Bruce Lee would definitely be in on it. Um, it's pretty sick. Yeah. It's also very diverse. Yeah, I guess. It's very yeah. inclusive. I, I guess I, I, I got to get a token white in there, so. Hmm. <laughs> Damn, sorry. This is bad podcasting. Uh, I can't think of one, but Dan, if you go, I'm going to think of someone. Oh, boy. Yeah, I, I was, you I was can't hoping. Think of one white oh, person. David Allen Coe. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah. I, you're kind of kind of missing a woman. Ooh, you've been gotcha. canceled. Uh, I learned what was happening to me had a name. It was called being canceled. <laughs> oh, my God. Patricia McCloskey. <laughs> imagine imagine uh, blazing it up with uh, the gun couple. Yeah, I think dream. Night, uh, <laughs> I think I think I think dream rotation for me is, is the McCloskey's uh, Dan Bongino and Nick Let's Go. <laughs> All in a room together. In, in, in his grandma's basement. <laughs> yes. You the, the man under the stairs as an alternative. <laughs> uh, yeah, I uh, I guess nightmare rotation, though. I think I think <laughs> Joe Biden might be up there. <laughs> uh, because he's going to sandbag me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh Maybe Jared Kushner, because he'd probably make a lot of Kush jokes. Bad puns. Can't Honestly, stand if bad I was puns. high enough, I'd probably be like, that one's pretty funny, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what about the guy on that got kicked off of Project Runway because Carly Kloss didn't like his dress? And she was like, I wouldn't wear that. And he was like, mm, not even to dinner with the Kushners? That, guy, that guy's from Jersey City. <laughs> <laughs> he, did the, he did the dress for that blogger that I, I photographed. <laughs> uh that's really funny um <laughs> yeah i don't know uh how many other people i got left for for nightmare rotation i don't know if i was smoking weed it'd probably be bad in general with no matter who i was with so yeah <laughs> okay i also got a woman for my dream one okay layla Khalid. oh yeah i like that yeah yeah that's a good one uh yeah oh I i'm think surprised I you didn't say nor Oh, she probably wouldn't get along with Layla Khalid either. Yeah. These are very yeah. opposite spectrums of uh, very strong brown women, I would say. Horseshoe yeah. theory, though. I think uh, I think yeah. I got to add Kevin Smith to my, my nightmare rotation. <laughs> he would just cry the whole time. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I would actually like to smoke with him and uh, Jay Muse. I think that'd be actually kind of fun. Jay Muse, maybe. Uh, Kevin Smith, only if he was in his Silent Bob character and didn't See, talk. The, the thing whole time. is, is I, <laughs> I would get super stoned and just talk about comics for like hours. Yeah. Like I would actually I don't know genuinely enjoy comics. that. Yeah. Um, Nerd. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think uh, is this the last one? I think this is the last one. Did you watch the Snyder Cut? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> uh no, I absolutely fucking did not, and I I won't. Uh, I want I want them to release the Dan Schneider cut, and it's just a bunch of underage girls' feet. What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, okay. So for Erica, everyone, the fucking that movie, the Justice League, uh, with fucking all the DC comic nerds, uh, Superman, <laughs> Batman, who else is, is Wonder Woman in that shit? Gal Gadot, Seaman, 
Seaman from Aquaman. From, 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 Gal Gadot. Aquaman. From, the face of the idea. Bro, it's sea- Aquaman, is, not Seaman. No, it's Seaman. I'm pretty sure from uh, from Sega Dreamcast. I'm pretty. <laughs> you have to speak into the microphone until he turns into an adult. He would be the uh, best addition to the Justice League. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You have to give him positive affirmations until he grows into something useful. And it's just an old uh, Japanese man on a fucking fish. You're like, oh, what's his power? Like. Seaman's acting sluggish. Raise the temperature of his tank. <laughs> that is such a fucking niche. Like, weird. If you played Sega Dreamcast for this, like, fucking six months where Seaman was the biggest fucking deal I ever. I remember I rented a Dreamcast from Blockbuster and it came with, like, the fucking microphone and everything to play to talk to Seaman. How, 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 uh, how far along did your Seaman get? Oh, like absolutely nowhere. Like the three days it took to like, it like three days I had to rent the system. Like two of those days were like coaxing Seaman out of the dark of his tank to like say hello to you, bro. You had Bleak. to play with your Seaman more. <sighs> I'll play playing with my worm. It's too busy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, the uh, yeah I don't know. So but the whole thing was uh, Zack Snyder was the original director, and then his. Uh, his daughter pieced off the earth and he had to leave production and Joss Whedon, who is now canceled, I believe, uh, was brought in to finish the movie and like recut everything. And the studio altered everything. And, uh, it was this whole big scandal. So for fucking goddamn three years, all the fucking nerds online were like, release the Snyder cut. And it was, again, it was just like fucking Sonic's eyes. Like, the nerds spoke up for so long that they're like, fucking fine here. So they took a what was a 90-minute movie and put out a four-hour movie. Yikes. That's the, and it just came out this weekend. So everyone's, like, losing their mind. And everyone's like, yeah, it's bad. Like, nerds are mad also, again. They're mad that the Snyder Cut is bad. And so it's like... I mean, you can't please them. No, they're... It's... it's <laughs> If they're not an anime body pillow, they won't be pleased. Um, it's their only <laughs> form of pleasure. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. I. But when I say the Dan Schneider cut, though, Dan Schneider was the the person behind all those, like, Nickelodeon shows like iCarly. But he was, like, very into feet. So there's a lot of weird Ooh. foot content involved in those, like, teen TV shows. I. This is why I don't. So I want the anyone. I want the Dan Schneider cut of Justice League. <laughs> whose whose feet would you be most excited to see on the Justice League? Uh, I I think Henry Cavill for sure, right? Oh, he's so hot. <laughs> With or without the CGI mustache. <laughs> I like the mustache. Yeah. The mustache does things to me. <laughs> Like flicker on and off and not quite match his face <laughs> <laughs> when he moves his mouth. Yeah, there's just something uncanny, uncanny about it a little shit. bit. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Well, we're going super long. How long have we been uh, going we for? A, oh, two about two hours. Oh yeah. Two hours Almost, and ten it's about it's about pee here. break time for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm still going. I'm riding high, but I'm I'm like diligently watching my hacked version of logic pro x that usually around two hours and 15 minutes just randomly stops mm-hmm. so i have to be like quick to hit the re- re-record button yeah. um so yeah uh you got any other people's content this week steven 
Uh, yeah, so um, there is a single by this band from Australia called Pissed Fiddlehead. Idiots. New single <laughs> out now. The new Fiddlehead single. Um, no, um, so there's this band called Pissed Idiots, and they have a song called Juliet, which is very dope, and it has a really cool music video. Check um, yes, Juliet by We the Kings. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then uh, wait, you have two. It's other people. I think he did this last time, too. Fuck, I might have. So, you know what? I'm leaving it at uh, the Pissed Idiot single, Juliet. <laughs> you, you can do it. There really are no you rules. Can, you can... We don't really care. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I had, like, eight people actually... in my nightmare blunt rotation. So, like, I feel like I, uh... What do you think we are, cops? Yeah, never. Did you kill the cop in your head? Long ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other, other people's content that I have is, um... My buddy Brian Moss released an album with his band Hanalei. Um, it's on uh, Anti Flags record label. It's called Black Snow, and it's actually super fucking dope. Um, I would big up that album. Um, and I bought vinyl for the first time this year because I wanted to uh, get every color of that record, but I wasn't about to join the Anti Flag record label club. So <laughs> I, uh, I only got two of them. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I bought I bought a What was it? Sorry, it just stopped recording, so now it's uh we're back. We're back in the back in the mix. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, no, I bought a record from my friend uh Daniel Danger. He did a a long recorded album with uh Tim from Day Trader, if you remember Day Trader. It sounds like a pun uh, name. They did a band together called Some Stranger in like twenty twelve and for some reason, Tim never wanted to release it, and they finally released it because I think they're broke for COVID. Uh, and I, I ordered it, and it's like, oh, I, this is like back in like November, and it's like, oh, estimated time the vinyl's gonna arrive June, like after checkout. I'm like, cool. <laughs> this receipt's gonna be sitting in my like undelivered albums uh, folder on uh, in my email for like years. Um, but yeah, uh, just download illegally. I don't know. Uh, yeah, mine this week is, so the movie Cherry just came out based on Nico Walker's book of the same name. Uh, it's on like Apple plus, um, but movie's really good. The, uh, I want to read the book now, but, uh, it's about a guy who like joins the military and then comes out of the military all fucked up and then like gets into heroin and then robs a bank to like robs multiple banks to like support his his habit and it's kind of a commentary on like how little support there is i love how when i talk like everyone is on their phone now. <laughs> no one no i was i was shit. waiting for a quick pause because they're gonna say you know what they should have gotten some bulletproof glass if it wasn't racist there we go uh but yeah no uh Nico Walker was actually on True and On episode 144. Uh, and it's a Patreon episode, but much like everything, there are ways around that. And there's a certain Reddit <laughs> out there that has, uh, you know, the Patreon level True and On episodes that you can easily find if you look just a little bit. Man, I can't uh, believe but you're stealing from hardworking content creators. <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. And, and X troops, no less. <laughs> Two X troops. The real uh, troops. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Nico Walker's on there, and they're basically just talking about how fucked up it is, like, when you get out of the military, and there's literally no support, and your whole life is just fucking different, and 
how hard it is to adjust. And, uh, you know, he talked about how, like, there were some people he knew got out of the military who, like, got into an altercation and they just, like, immediately pulled a gun because that's, like, what they were trained to do. And, like, waving a gun around in the military isn't really kind of a big thing. But it's hard to turn that off when you get back to civilian life. And it's, it was a really cool comment commentary on just, like, how the government doesn't really give a fuck about what happens. Uh, like, they don't turn off the killing machine when you get home. You know? Yeah. Uh, so, super worth listening to. Uh, the movie is pretty solid, too. Uh, but I would say buy the book before you, like, I don't know, do the movie. Really? <laughs> Support the author. Is, <laughs> is this the first... Uh, book for a uh, other people's content i mean technically i just like pitched a a podcast episode a movie and a book but i don't think it's the first book we've done somebody yeah, i think i recommend someone needs book. to listen to all of our like make a spreadsheet of all of our <laughs> recommendations i should have been doing that from the beginning <laughs> nah that's not um, for us uh i love spreadsheets what uh what do you got erica I, I already did this once this week, so I'm just going to phone this one in and say, listen to Sun. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> nice and simple. Uh, yeah. Steven, where can people find you? Um, you can find me on Twitter. Um, my handle is littledimsum69. Uh, you will know you're in the right place when you see the name Doctor, because I insist that people call me by my doctorate, nor Bin Laden Simp, comma, California Correspondent. Um, and I have an anime uh, default picture. Um, it's not actually an anime default picture. It was a fucking, like, super racist anti-Chinese picture of a dude that says, uh, oh, this is Yellow Peril, and he's, like, kidnapping a white woman. Um, oh my god! In my imagination, <laughs> I've never thought to like look at that. Oh yeah, it, it says like the yellow terror. Oh wait, the yellow terror in all of his glory, and there's like a white woman laying on the ground, with blood running from her head, and this dude with like a fucking like beret holding a gun with like a torch. Um, and this was like during like the hysteria where everyone's like, oh TikTok, it's spying for China. And it's like, oh, yeah, like, I think it's only better when you have American companies spy on you, you fucking weirdo. Um, yeah. yeah. So in my mind, this guy's named TikTok, and um, TikTok is my, uh, my anime uh, avatar. Um, there's also uh, my header picture is Katy Perry with 303. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. My old why. band played with their brother's band, uh, Grayscale. Dope. <laughs> do they also have a very cool uh white boy rap vibe that they were going for uh they did do a song called beverages that was with the not yet to be members of 303 whoa so during like that weird hardcore band makes a rap song trend similar oh, yeah. to seosin's show me your booty hole era of like 2008 oh didn't someone do who did the soldier boy Oh, oh, I set my friends on fire. Also yes. of that era. Oh, God. Yeah, so much so. Uh, dude, that yeah, shit are you gonna was plug your... so fucking whack. It was so bad. Tall tees with side print, big big font. Um, did you guys... Uh, shirts. Do you guys ever remember that band, uh, Whole Wheat Bread? No. No. So they were actually hella dope. It was three 
like actual dudes with rap careers from Jacksonville. They were all black dudes, but they played like the cheesiest sounding pop punk. But it was the dopest shit ever, and I actually like fucking love that band. Um, and I feel like that was the proper like punk goes crunk shit because they would actually fucking like do it <laughs> and like have it not be the corniest shit you've ever seen. I don't know. Sounds hard to believe. I'll send you. <laughs> I'll send you some, dude. I think you would dig it, actually. Also, also, I have a question. We're I meant both very incredible. I meant right to now. ask two hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is actually the the catalyst that's like sprung a lot of this, cur- like more recent, not like anti Asian hate? Oh well, you know anti-Asian sentiment didn't exist before Donald Trump, so clearly, you know, that was what caused it all. <laughs> um, but is it like a coronavirus? Why are, we, why are we burying this at the very I end? I know. Yeah. That's what I want to know. Well, so that's so... A, a year ago, or a little bit before a year ago, I remember um, I was... No one is listening I know, I know. Uh, well, then they're missing out on some real lessons learned, but... Uh, <laughs> No, like a year ago, I during Fashion Week actually last February, uh, right when coronavirus was kicking off, there was a whole bunch of like subway assaults on Asian people. Like a like a young girl was like beaten by like two guys like to almost like half to death on the subway. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of my friends in that fashion like photographer world, a lot of them are like Filipino and Asian, and uh, you know they were kind of watching each other's ass because it was becoming a real thing uh so is this like more on to like the you know the china virus uh crap or is it like just the fact that they've been demonizing china in general for years now as like yeah. the end of the western world I definitely think it's a combination of the two things, right? Like, there has always been, like, you know, you have, like, Time Magazine articles and, like, covers of, like, oh, China's the sleeping threat. No, 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 right? Like, um, not to be, like, one of those, like, cringy people that mentions The Office, but I actually think there was a really great kind of take on that where um, the manager, Michael Scott, was like, China is a sleeping dragon, and he's just parroting, like, this shit that's just, like, really dumb and, like, doesn't really quite understand much of anything. But he was like, China's the biggest threat in the world. And he's like, look at all of our things. They're made in China. And I feel like a lot of that, like, sentiment, like, really translates to people who are, like, fucking dumb or, like, already yeah. have, like, you know... Um, they have their beliefs their already like racist beliefs validated by that um and you know it's like fucking it feels like very open season for like people like that i mm. think um you know they yeah. feel validated in uh this kind of behavior um like yeah I think it's kind yeah. of more of that. Like it exists, it existed prior. It's gonna exist after this. Like when COVID, once COVID nineteen is like not really an issue and it's like endemic and it just is like a seasonal flu for us. It's like we're still gonna see anti Asian fucking shit all the time. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Everyone go out and buy a collapsible baton. Uh, not just, legal in California, but I mean, not legal what in about, most places. What about like our non Asian listeners? Do you, should they also buy them? Yes. Yeah, they got to defend the Asians. But True. if anyone who <laughs> listens is racist, we do not want them to buy them. Yeah. 
Buy buy smaller batons. Um, yes. Uh, it's like a handicap on a golf course. If you're racist, buy a copy of White Fragility. Yes. Educate yourself. <laughs> Praxis. Oh my god. Uh, uh guys. Yeah. Uh oh wait, never mind. I thought my Adobe audition froze, but it's just because oh, no. the waveform <laughs> is so long that I don't see it actively moving. <laughs> <laughs> and I just sat there. My heart just dropped. I'm like, oh, I fucking hate my life. Um, <laughs> I would be like, you know what? We're publishing it anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We've gone too far. You know what uh, we could do is if my part didn't happen, I could just listen to the podcast and try to respond in that way. <laughs> <to it. laughs> Oh man! And Eric. then we could be like, "Yo, yeah, oh, sorry, we had to dub Steven. <laughs> it's all in ADR, yeah." Uh, Erica, you got plugs this week? Yeah, uh, listen to my podcast, my other podcast, Unboyfriendable. Um, follow me on Instagram and Twitter. I'm like hemorrhaging followers again on Twitter. <laughs> They're both the same at e m r i c c h i n i. And you can follow me at Dan Bassini on Twitter and Instagram, uh, danbassini.com. Uh, you can click on the store. I got zines for you. I got the new issue of Cruel Summer. I got limited edition 4x6 print series uh, that are limited to 20 copies, hand-signed and numbered. Uh, get them before they're gone. They're very uh, And then I guess I my... Those. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Uh, my NFT. Did you get them? Did I did arrive? get them. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, buy my soon to be NFT store. <laughs> <laughs> once you, once you drop the digital the copies. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Buy some buy some prints for me so I can afford the gas fee so you can buy some <laughs> NFTs from me. <laughs> yeah, spend an exorbitant amount of money on digital copies of my analog photos, please. Um, and then, uh, yeah, you can follow us both at A Nice Life Pod. Twitter and Instagram, Erica's being extra problematic these days because she's unemployed and has nothing to lose anymore. People are loving it, though. <laughs> like, people are really loving the new problematic format. I, yeah. I love it. I mean, I get to make memes about it. It's It warms my heart, to be honest. I love that people are making memes of our memes. Like, we have a two-tiered meme economy going on for having a nice <laughs> yeah, life. It's, it's really beautiful. Uh, but yeah, I think, uh, Stephen, great to have you on. It's always great to uh, be on. Thank you for representing all Asian people. Yes. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank I you think. for the good wishes in my uh, Golden Globe nomination. Uh, yes, and your Oscar. <laughs> Wait. What are, are you going to go for the EGOT? Yeah, are you EGOTing anytime soon? What does that mean? Diva, are, are you up for any Spike Guys Choice Awards? It's uh, EGOT is, what is it? Emmy, Emmy Grammy, Grammy, Oscar, Oscar Tony. Oscar, Tony. Like all of them? Well, yeah. if you get all three, they're like the big awards. Aren't they the same? I think Whoopi Goldberg has Whoopi one. Goldberg I think John does. Legend might have one. Aren't they like the yeah. same things, though? No. Well, they're no. all awards, but they're for different. Like, Emmy is for uh, TV? television. Okay. Grammy's for music, Oscars for movies, and Tony's for like musicals. Wow. And Spike Guys Choice Awards for being cool. I, I did not know that at all. I just you thought never these knew were. That? Oh. I only know that because of 30, 30 Rock. Rock. Um. <laughs> Yeah, honestly, I don't pay attention to award shows. Like, not like consciously. Nor like, should I just, you. Yeah, like. No, they're the worst. Yeah, I just. Nor Bin Laden should you. Yeah. You know what? Until Nor Bin Laden gets her proper like representation and gets on one of those, then <laughs> I don't give a shit. 
<laughs> Until Nor Bin Laden wins a Grammy. You should, yeah. Was it who was it? Uh, Oscar is so white. That's how we can end it. <laughs> who was who was the who was the one who like had that like was it Marlon Brando who had that like indigenous woman like speak for him when he received his award? Yeah, you should have Norbin yeah, Laden like, speak for you. Shit. Oh my god! Yeah, you should. You should have Norbin Laden speak for you when you accept your award for uh, for Minari. <laughs> yes. Did you see Minari? Did we we already nope. talked about this, right? We okay. talked about this. We already too. talked about I, it. We we've been recording for so long that we're we're, we we're going back ourselves. to the beginning of the podcast. We've forgotten what we spoke about earlier. You know what? I, I I have to say, I got really upset about that movie for one thing because I realized is it good? It's it's amazing. I cried. I like it was actually really emotional for me to see it, and I was like, this is a fucking amazing movie. But then I realized the whole movie could really be boiled down to. Um, Korean immigrants plant non-native species in the fucking country. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is like not okay. Like that's They planted the seeds from China? No, they the... weren't supposed to do that. <laughs> yeah. the, the like mystery seeds. <laughs> no, like I mean, it's not really spoiling any of the events, but like cuz you know, Minari is like a plant and like they plant some in the movie. And I'm like, that's fucked up. <laughs> We gotta wrap this up. Do you you guys want to play us out on the recorder? Oh fuck yeah! Um, (laughs) Should we play two different songs and just? Would you like to? uh, Do would you like? I don't know any songs. Um, Would you like to? uh, I can teach you how to play Baby Shark. Do you want to? Do you want to play along to the? Do you want to play along to the uh, (laughs) the the ending outro music? Wait, hang on. Do you have German or English fingering? Baroque. Is that, is that German? Probably I German. I think this is the same. I think we have the same one. Um, oh, my okay, God. So three. Jesus <laughs> Christ. So basically all of them except for the little ones. Okay, so that's right? English fingering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have, do you have this one on the back? Do you have the yeah, back I hole? Do. Okay. Oh, my God. All right, everybody. Uh, have a nice life. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Fuck.